The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. Now this week we're talking about every band that's going to be playing on the Sunday at Download this year, 2022. Um, And... The last one have been a lot of fun talking about all of them, talking about all of the bands that are playing. So this one should be just as fun. So I'm Adam. Adam here with Simon. How you doing, man? Hello, sir. Sire, how are thou? Good, good. Um, what's going on, man? What's going on with you? Are you excited for downloading? Getting hyped? Oh, so hyped, dude. So hyped. Um, yeah, I'm I'm buzzing. I'm literally buzzing. I can't stop talking about it. I have to stop myself talking about it to people. I talk about people at work that really don't give <laughs> yeah. an absolute crap about it. I keep telling talking about the weather, keep saying, yes, it's so rainy for the next two weeks. That bodes well for download. And people are looking at me at work like, what the hell is this guy talking about? I couldn't care less. Um, yeah, all, all my friends are like in a group that are coming. And we every day I put like today I put twenty one days yesterday I put twenty two <laughs> days, and it's, I'm just trying to get everyone as pumped as possible. Not that I need to, but yeah. I think that the hype and everyone else that I've spoken to, like um, other people that I watch on YouTube, and I've spoken to those guys, and I think everyone is just like so excited. Like, yeah. oh man, it's it's gonna feel so amazing when people are there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know? I don't know what's happened, man. I might, you know, I might get there and get emotional or something it's getting that bad now i'm like fucking hell man i'm gonna get there and start crying or something <laughs> like the the raw emotions gonna like come over me and i haven't cried since 2010 so <laughs> nice that would be quite a feat for it to make me cry yeah so uh, is uh yeah like you said three weeks at uh, the time of recording this it's just gonna fly by in no time at all and uh, it's interesting you mentioned the weather actually because i was a uh, I was going to talk about that last week, actually, and then we got sidetracked and started talking about something else. But uh, I've noticed, so Kelly's birthday is on the 28th of May, and I think pretty much since the whole time we've been together, the weather is absolutely amazing for the two weeks before her birthday, which is like a couple days ago, well, from a couple days ago, and the weather's been pretty shit. So it's like... It really has. So it's like a different weather cycle. So... Yes! I'm not saying that means it's definitely going to be sunny, but it was all like it's 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 like it was really hot for a while, and then it was just like now nah, we 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 couldn't do too much heat. We need to have some rain in at the beginning of June. <laughs> um, so see, rain 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 at the beginning's fine because it kind of you kind of don't want the ground to be that shitty. So because no one's walking on it, so it can rain for like two weeks up to download. That's yeah. fine. It's just like. Four or five days before download, it has to start getting nice. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it won't be. It won't be good. And like you said, if it's always nice in the twenty eighth of May, by the time download comes around, it's either back to being shit or it's just turning. Yeah. So it is like 
really weird. It's really strange just where we live in the world, isn't it? Like Americans know exactly what weather they're going to get pretty much when they have their festivals. It's always going to be sunny in certain states. But just where we are, the weather's just fucking (laughs) unpredictable. Yeah. Every year is completely different. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, you've heard it here first. I'm... I'm predicting that it's going to be scorching every day, and uh, <laughs> you, you've already heard my prediction. Next year is going to be four days of bands as well. So uh, this is this is where it's at. This is where you'll find the uh, the totally all the download true predictions. Predictions that are going to be <laughs> if it's uh, if it pisses down the whole time. Now, if we have another 2016, you can all blame Adam. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> he's jinxed it. He's jinxed it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what else you said then, but uh, what was, we should probably uh, do this a bit shorter again, but what about the last couple of weeks? How have you been the last couple of weeks, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, just just, just getting all my stuff together for download. Yeah, just nothing. got some stuff out of the loft. Got some stuff out of the loft, made sure I had some stuff, bought a couple of extra things that had either broken or needed replacing. It was, it, you know, I've had these things for quite a long time now, so it was kind of coming around to a new cycle of some stuff. So... You know, like lanterns and chairs and yeah. just the little things that you use a lot at festivals. Have you tried a new um, chair yet? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. I think uh, my brother's going to get the same one. So it's. I told him it's it's awesome. So yeah, I'm happy with that. So yeah, I've pretty much got everything. The only thing I don't, we don't have is um is an airbed because we got this futon in here. We had an airbed when people stayed over. Yeah. The cats kept popping them. Oh, really? no. Because they kept claw it. One claw, one claw thing, and that's it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done. So um, the only thing I haven't bought that I really need is, um, yeah, is a, is a is an airbed. And there you can pick them up for like 20 quid. Yeah. You only use it for download, so it doesn't really matter. What about you? Are you are you loaded up, or is there anything that you, uh, you need? I um, Well, yeah, I, I started, well, I bought some beer for it. But then I drank the beer, and so I don't. I was going to say, why would you buy it so far away? Well, it was an offer. I was in Morrison's, and it was like two crates of eighteen for twenty quid. And I thought that's the cheapest I've seen it for a long time. <laughs> so I picked both up and I drank both. <laughs> it's like when I see all these um, download shopping vlogs, and they do them like three or four weeks before, and it's like, yeah, all that food you just bought and all that booze, <laughs> you're just going to have to buy it again. Yeah. Like, don't go shopping for download a month before because it's pointless. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. We go the night before. Do you? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Why would I shop before that? Oh, yeah. I remember last year because you uh, didn't we record and uh, you said you had to do your shop and then do your vlog until the early hours of the morning <laughs> to get it out. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Because those, down- those shopping vlogs are like the what's the highest things views you can get for download videos so doing a shopping vlog is a big like yes you have to kind of do it so nice. i don't need anything so it's going to be me walking around <laughs> going that's nice that's nice. i'm gonna buy <laughs> that's it <but."> nice <laughs> <laughs> no one will know i'll do the video so it looks like i'm buying shit but i won't be <laughs> i've got everything i need but yeah on the, on the, the the night before we'll go and just buy like snacks and booze and you know, shit like that. But with, I said this before, with the co-op there, you don't need to bring loads of crap with no. you anymore. You don't need to take in crates and crates of beer and struggle. Bring a couple of crates. Yeah. If you run out, just go to the co-op and buy more. Yeah, it, that co-op. They've really made it God so thing. easy now. It really is. Yeah, it really is amazing. Yeah. So one of the best things Download have done in a in a long time is made that like a permanent stay. 
Um, and I bet co-op have been more than happy to do that because they may, God, they must have made a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, definitely from it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing, buzzing. I can't. I, it's weird to think that I can't wait to be in a co-op, <laughs> but I really can't wait to be in Donington co-op. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's gonna be interesting because it's, mm. it's obviously gonna be on the on the concrete as well this year. Mm. Uh, it's just oh, so much to look forward to, and uh, but, but but there's been so much announced recently as well. Um, or just just today they announced that the Friday is going to be the the fancy dress is going to be new metal, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. But uh, all all of that stuff we're going to go over next episode. So um, it, yeah, the next episode. I mean, is it is only going to be a few days before the festival? Well, we're going to give our sort of stance and our sort of update and all of the stuff and what we think and we're going to go through the map and the changes because there is so much that's happened to download with all the changes plus hopefully by the time we do that episode we'll have the detailed map which will give us even more to talk about because um that normally comes out a couple of weeks before so hopefully that comes out and then me and ad can look at it and we can point out you know specifically where things are and talk about what's there so yeah next episode we got we got a hell of a lot to get through <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a good i'm, I'm looking forward to it man yeah looking forward to it. but yeah i think because these three episodes we've had a hell of, hell of a lot to get to get through as well we just haven't had time mm. to go through all the extra stuff that they're announcing uh, around all of these bands as well so uh, and we, no. we have obviously haven't talked about the doghouse and what's going on in there so we'll, we'll get to that um before yes. before we carry on actually i just want to say uh uh, to anybody who may be new here, I have noticed we've had a lot of people listening to our first episode recently. <laughs> um, wow. And, and so it, I hope you've managed to catch up. Welcome if you are new. Um, I know, Simon, you've actually put the a little clip at the beginning of your YouTube, haven't you? I have indeed, um, yeah. So if you've if you've come found this podcast from my little thing from my YouTube, welcome. Um Thanks for watching the, my videos and thank you for coming over for the, for the podcast. We are, um, yeah, loving it. Uh, and if you're not, Simon's videos are awesome. I'm not, I'm not caught up. I don't think I am. I haven't watched the most recent one yet. But um... why haven't you watched my videos? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was not is this the guy I'm, that reaction. Is, is this the guy I'm doing the podcast with? A guy that doesn't even watch his friends' videos. Is this who, it, who I'm doing it with? <laughs> I've watched one of the other ones. <laughs> oh, good. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I know you are. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Oh, shit. But yeah, yeah. Say to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, you're, um, if you like this, I do have a YouTube channel. It's a lot of the same stuff, but it's just got me. So this is probably better. Because it's got Adam as well. <laughs> got me as well. No, but yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, if, if, you haven't, if you haven't come from Simon's YouTube, go over and watch them because they're really cool. I mean... It's helping to build a lot of hype at the moment as well. I've noticed you, you, you're doing pretty well over there, actually. Better than a lot of other people, a lot of other vloggers, I would say, I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been really happy with the, the pe- a lot of people have subscribed, a lot of people who've watched the videos, and a lot of interaction, which is the best bit. Loads of messages, you know, talking about downloads. Um, yeah, it's great. It's wicked. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that a few people have um, come over to the podcast, which is... Um, which is awesome because it's good. People just want more info, don't they? I mean, you know, we all want to be download nerds or whatever. And it's nice to help out people as well that have never been to a festival before. A lot of the um, comments I get on the page are, 
oh, this is my first festival or I haven't been there. Thanks for the video. This this really helps yeah. because it's incredible how much festival knowledge you can pick up after going to one for so long that the first time you go, you would have absolutely no idea about. And I said this on um on the on one of the intros to my videos. I said, I wish there were people making these kinds of videos when I was first going. Yeah. I've seen that. Because one. I would have I would yeah, I would have learned so much. Like and I would have been like, oh cool, I won't do that. I won't do that. I'll do that. I'll bring that and that'll help me out. So yeah, it is cool to have that. And I've watched a ton of other people's stuff on there as well. Dilcam, his stuff's really good. Um Dylan. Yeah. He's a great guy as well. Go and check out his stuff. Um Robert J. Palmer, he's awesome. Really nice guy as well. There's loads of awesome um like download and festival youtubers so yeah just google uh, it or put it into youtube and you'll find a load of awesome stuff i literally spend my entire like three months up to download just watching people's vlogs people's shopping videos everything just to get me more pumped yeah you should do you should do some crossover you should message them and say look we'll do a we'll do a crossover yeah yeah I, I, I have said that before <laughs> i think i have been in one of um the dilcams dylan's videos before yeah. I think he asked me to do a little clip. I was in one. Yeah. yeah. Well, was that at the festival? Did he see? It? Did he see you at the festival? Just no. He didn't see me at one. Just just message me. I've been yeah. messaging him. There's a, another guy called Ben as well that does loads of vlogs. Um, been messaging him. It's nice to talk to people that you've been watching for years, which is quite weird. Yeah. Um, and then you chat to them. But it'd be nice to see them as well at the festival, and you know, have a chat and that. Yeah. The other. It's a good community. So yeah, definitely. The, I was going to say the, the other one we should mention is Chidsvids or Chidvids. Yeah, that's Ben. Oh, it's Ben, is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's Ben. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if you um, remember right at the beginning of this podcast, I said you know I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch as much as I can. I, I'd never really paid attention to any vlogs or podcasts or, or even about just about music, like interviews or whatever before. And so I, I said you know I'm gonna try and watch as much as I can. And I watched I think most of Chidsvid's ones. And then it was really cool when he sent us a voice clip um yeah so because so if if you are new to the show and you haven't heard yet we uh, we have been asking uh for you to send us a voice clip or or a, a message just telling us what you love about download festival and and we'll include the voice clip in an episode that will release the morning of download uh just like a bonus episode it'll be it, w- it won't be too long and yeah and then ben sent one is really cool i was going to do this little chat just before playing it but uh now it's come up i i, I couldn't i couldn't not say it because <laughs> we're talking about other yeah, bloggers yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's cool it's really cool stuff uh do you know if he's going this year he said he's still thinking about it okay but he said it most likely he's probably he, he will be listening to this as well he said i think he said to me he's probably gonna wait till the last minute and then get one so okay yeah cool I hope he does come. I said to him, he'd done a little poll on his Instagram to say, should I go to download? Yeah. I think it was like 100% for like, <laughs> yes, just go. Like, awesome. You know what I mean? uh, well, yeah, Ben, yeah, come. Definitely come. Yes. I asked Matt from Nevermind Polly. He said he's not coming. But um, yeah, if, if you're listening and you're you're a vlogger, let us know. Are you coming? We'll have to, we'll have to have a meetup. I think we said that sarcastically a couple of weeks back, didn't we? We'll meet up and <laughs> yeah. people walk past and not know who, who we are. But no, it would be cool to meet everybody else who's doing this kind of thing as well definitely yeah that would be great have like a, a vlog slash youtuber slash podcast meetup yeah that would be pretty cool well, uh, oh yeah the drinks. reason why i said it was because uh, like you, you have like um i i've noticed from the things my kids watch uh there, there's like youtube um awards and youtube meetups like all of the kids the kids channels all go and meet up and and they record videos while they're there 
so yeah we should do the same we should uh be kids again and go and <laughs> record yeah. a load of stuff uh but also Let's do it man I, another thing i've thought about recently actually is um a lot of youtubers do youtubers do sort of have a like a fake rivalry or something like that as well don't they have you seen people do that yeah to boost their yeah boost their well it's the classic blair oasis blair oasis thing uh, okay yeah, they didn't not like each other at all. It was all drummed up in the media right. by the record companies to sell more records. Yeah. And what did it do? <laughs> sell a shitload of records. Yeah. That's what it done. Okay, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's all made up. Yeah, man. I would have gone it's with uh, fabricate, and Comet, fabricated. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old age rival. <laughs> Comet. No one knows what. Co- no one this this note remembers Comet. Well, okay, yeah, but they were the same company, weren't they? But you'd often find them Were next they? to each other, yeah. They, they, they were the same company, just pretending to be competition, so they oh, wouldn't well, go to go. anyone else. <laughs> Look at that. Um, but Well, I think so. Anyway, I could be wrong with saying that now, because uh, you're usually quite a bit more intelligent than I am with these sort of things. So I, I, I don't know wrong. about that one, mate. I don't know about that one. <laughs> but I was thinking about this uh, the other day, and, and I thought, I'm, I'm surprised that bands don't do this more. Like, just write a song about each other. Uh, maybe maybe they yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. Um, but how how that that would like it's all about hype, isn't it? It's all about gaining hype. And if the band you like do a, like a parody song uh, for another band, and they do one back, it just people yeah. share it. And that, well, another um, thing for you to do when you're in a when, there's when there's been big. a few bands that have done there's a few bands that have done that before. Okay, Godsmack done a song crying like a bitch that was about um, Nikki Six from Motley Crue. Okay, yeah, that's a good song actually. That. Yeah, um, yeah, there's loads of little things that have happened. On that. I mean. I was I was smelling a rat with this whole Slipknot Machine Gun Kelly thing. Yeah. I started to smell a rat then because I'm like, hmm, yeah, this is adding loads of plays to these two people, <laughs> no matter whether you love them or hate them. I smell a rat here. I smell yeah. some some intervention, you know? And most of the time I think it is. It's just com- record companies trying to spread the hype. If you're having an argument with someone, you get hype. So like we say before, like um, Kanye West... Yeah. Yes, he's a mentalist, but he has the fucking best marketing team <laughs> in the entire world. Because the more crazy stuff he does, or the more crazy things he says, the more listens he gets, which means the more money he gets. It's just ludicrous. Some of these um people that help out these, they're really clever with the way they do it. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm not really too aware of some any of much of the stuff that he's done. He's so, just a mentalist. Just a mentalist. I think he is. Yeah, he is a great. He's. I like a lot of his stuff. He's. He's. He's very, very good. But um, but yeah, I think a lot of it is um, you know, you're doing it just to get more listens. Yeah. Hey ho, that's yeah. the business. Yeah. Got to play the game play the, sometimes. Play the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to play the game. Cool. Um, well, after that um, very surprising long intro that was meant to be short. <laughs> Keep it short. Keep it short. We should probably. I mean, I don't actually have any news. Do you have any news? Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to three albums that came out recently that I really like. Okay. This is the news. We've got news coming for you now. Just shut up. The the news is going to come now. This is the news. Okay, so uh, Three Days Grace released their new Uh, album, Explosions. It's very good. Cool. Um, I like it. I haven't listened, these three, I haven't listened to them enough. I listened to them both probably once or twice, but I really like them. Uh, Fozzie released Boombox, which is really good. And Puppy released Pure Evil, 
which is really good. Awesome. What about so, yeah. um, My Chemical Romance? They've released new music, haven't they? Oh, I have not listened to it yet. No, my intention was to listen to it before this, and then I, I forgot to. I'll tell you next time. Cool. Yeah. There's a few other things that came out that I, I've just been so busy at work, studying, doing this. I've been doing demos for a band. It's it's been it's been a busy week. Um, other news wise, I I don't think I really have much. I thought of something a second ago. Oh, um, when I I don't really have much news, but you um again you reminded me of something I was going to say, and then I just got sidetracked uh, about shout outs. We've had uh, you you said that you've had a lot of interaction on YouTube. We've had we've had a lot of awesome interaction uh, about this as well recently on uh, on Reddit on on Facebook. I posted a few things up. Uh, I don't have a list of names in front of me, but I'm sure you know who you are if you're listening. If you reach out to us, just just saying how how much you like the show, it's fucking awesome. You know, it's so nice to hear that sort of thing. Thank mm. you very much. Really appreciate it. It is that. great. Yeah, yeah, really cool. We we're we're always happy when people listen, but it's 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 nice that we're people are just saying, oh, I like it, and I'm like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, because yeah. we we we're having a blast, and even if no one was listening, we'd still be having a blast. But yeah. people actually are listening, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously that was the whole intention when we started, just to, is to get as many people listening as we can. But then when it actually happens, you know, oh shit, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Thank you, I really, really <laughs> like that. Um, and it's like it's not overwhelming, but it's a bit uh, pressuring. Then it's like, oh, it's proof that people are listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to be good. Yeah, because <laughs> people are listening. <laughs> Uh, it's fine. We're, we're crap, but we get away with it. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, just before we go into it, uh, just a quick reminder. We want to we want to hear from you and we'll put it in the episode. We've said it a few times. Don't need to go, don't need to go into too much detail. Send us whatever you want. Tell us how much you love download, uh, who you're looking forward to, etc., etc. Um, you can send it to our email address, which is deardownload2003 at gmail.com. That's 2003. Or, um, Send it to either our either our Facebook or Instagram. You know we're on there all the time. If if you do it through the their own app, which uh, another person did recently, I think as far as I'm aware, the 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 time limit is a minute, um, and you have to. I think once you, you I think you press the microphone thing down, then record, and then when you lift your thumb up, it sends it. So you have to be confident enough to do it in one take. <laughs> as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Um, it, I could no, I think wrong. you still have to press send. Oh, do you? You press it, it records, you let go, and then you can play it back. But if you press send, that's it. It's oh, gone. Okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, either of those. Um, if if you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram, we'd love to see you over there and just just help build this community that we're trying to build. It'd be awesome. Um, so, shall, Simon, shall we start talking about? the bands that are playing on the sunday let's do it man let's talk about sunday the day when i'm gonna be extremely hungover <laughs> how come what I, I thought you went crazy on the wednesday thursday and then backed off yeah but the thing is it'll be after it'll be the night after maiden okay i'll be excited i'll be down you know i'll be in that perfect happy space it's still the saturday it's not the sunday there's still a little bit of download to go it's the last night really when you can get absolutely twatted i'll probably get too excited start yeah. telling everyone <laughs> i love them start dancing and then i'll wake up on sunday and be like awesome another day of music <laughs> no matter how hungover i am i will still enjoy myself but i can guarantee you i'll be hungover by sunday cool okay yeah that's fine by me i was just 
curious. Uh, well, while we're here, oh, sorry, just one quick question. Do you normally leave Sunday night or Monday morning? I normally leave Sunday night. Okay. But it depends how much fun I'm having. Right. Okay. If the weather's really bad, then I normally leave straight after the headliner, pack all my stuff in the day, then go to the arena, spend all day in the arena, then go straight to the car. Yeah. It really depends on what most of the group want to do because we're going, what, about 15, 16 of us this time. It's kind of what, if everyone says we're all staying, then I'll stay. Yeah. If everyone says we're all going, then I'll go. So it really de- depends on what the group um, consensus is. Cool. So okay. I'll base it on that, I think. Yeah. But I'll definitely want to watch to the last note of Biffy. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll definitely be there the whole time for the headline, no matter what. Cool. Yeah, I was just curious. Uh, I thought about that a few times recently. I didn't didn't already know, so thought I'd ask. Uh, well, let's yeah, let's call Ronnie in to help us with talking about these bands that are playing on Sunday. Then go on, Ronnie. 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 Come Ronnie. on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you ronnie um so yeah the sunday is uh there's a sunday um so the, so if, if so <laughs> don't the sunday it's a, is a sunday I yeah I, I, I gathered that <laughs> i gathered that yeah <laughs> oh dear you sound like me on the sunday at download <laughs> sunday is a sunday <coughs> yes are you hungover no no, I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah, the Sunday. If you're um, if this is the first episode you've listened to, or or you haven't listened to the other two that we did about Friday and Saturday, what we do is we'll we'll talk about every band that's playing, starting from the bottom of the poster going up. Uh, I've taken I've taken the little blurb from Downloads website about what they say about the bands. We've um well, well I I noticed that the majority of those are taken from their Spotify. If anybody was curious. Uh, again there's a few on this one that don't have a write-up so we'll have to come up with something for them and um so yeah i'll, I'll read that a little bit i'll say roughly how many thousand or roughly how many listeners they have on spotify and then um simon will go into a little bit about what kind of band they are what he thinks and if you should go and listen to them yeah man yeah. cool this is a good setup bro definitely yeah and I'll also I'll also go over some changes from the 2020 and 2021 lineup as well. Um, there, actually, there were quite a quite a lot on some of these, so uh, could be interesting. Walker's okay, awesome, one, dude. Dog Tooth stage. Um, so, well, the first band opening on the Dog's Tooth stage on on the Sunday are the Ingester. Unless I've got it wrong, first note again. No, I believe <laughs> that is correct. Cool. Yes, uh, they have 1,001 listeners. How the Ingester, how the Ingester, how the Ingester, an anonymous clown horde was born is a story the band will tell. The likes of Zom- Rob Zombie, Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson, FNM, is that Faith No More? Yeah. Yeah, Marilyn Manson was just MM, I assume it's Marilyn Manson. Uh, and Mr. Bungle have played a part in shaping who they are. Under their previous personas, the Ingester have played some of metal's biggest stages. This moulded them into what they have become. Launching in 2019, the band's music is a metallic mix of horror, theatre and tales of all mankind. On Halloween of 2019, the band released their debut music in Introducing the Ingester and their debut video for Apophenia and Knife Blower to all major platforms. 
the Ingester are now stepping out of the shadows, masked and armed with explosive new material bringing their musical nightmare to life. That was a nice one. I like that one. Yeah, it's a good write-up. Uh, did you listen to them? I have listened to them. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I did listen to them like once over the last couple of weeks, probably only a couple of days ago, but I cannot remember what they're like at all. Okay, well, I, I've got down, yeah, it was, it, I've got it down as indus, industrial clown metal. Okay. Um, I thought they had bits of, I put Faith No More, which is weird, bits of Faith No More, Ghost and Mushroom Head I got from there. Um, I put, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool look. It's different. Um, they use really weird like circus sounds and clown sounds and all sorts of shit in there. It's um, it's pretty wild. I think some people would um would really dig it, especially yeah. if you you know if you like any of that sort of you know mushroom head, Slipknot, Manson, um, any of that kind of stuff. But I thought there was definitely a sort of um a Mike Patton Faith No More vibe to his voice, which I quite liked because I'm a huge Faith No More fan. So yeah, I will probably give them another listen uh, a bit more thoroughly awesome but yeah awesome it'll be uh it's a cool way to open up bit of a different way to open up the um the small stage so it might be really cool yeah to um to catch them if if one of my favorite new bands wasn't opening the other stage i would go and see them yeah <laughs> nice but yeah that? We'll, we'll get on to the that stage oh <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to them as we'll get to them as well yeah uh so um so yeah, for me it's a similar story to the last episode. I was trying to listen to the um the playlist that I made on Spotify while I was at work. I I drive just delivering parcels for a living. If if you're new to the to the show, uh, so sometimes it would take me like four or five hours to get through one of these one hour playlists. I I'd be driving for twenty seconds at a time, and I sort of press play and then have to stop it again when I got out. So um I couldn't put as much effort and well time time and effort really I guess into listening and keeping note of who the bands were for this i'm afraid so it will be mostly simon's um reviews and for the third third episode in a row heavy lifting you um just been to the gym haven't you so uh you you'll be I fine. Have, yeah i'm already sweaty <laughs> i'm gonna be sweaty after this as well <laughs> awesome okay let's go on to uh next one up then is the velveteers with 40 almost forty-two thousand listeners Thundering out of the mountains of Colorado, the Velveteers strip rock and roll back to its most primal elements, the riff, the rhythm, the snarl, and rebuild it in their own image. On their long-awaited debut album, the Dan Ocherbeck produced Nightmare Daydream, two drummers on a conjoined set pound out heavy beats behind a guitar hero with the unbridled charisma of Elvis, the experimental taste of St. Vincent, the exhortative strut of t-rex and the witchy swagger of stevie nicks some of these are quite hard to read <laughs> they've got words yeah they don't write them great do they yeah well it's just yeah just they talk about like the albums they've done and it's words that you have never read together and it's just <laughs> difficult <laughs> yeah uh yeah i uh it was good old school sort of 70s rock stuff um singer has a great voice um and yeah i got stevie nicks vibes there was you know a, just a little bit of 70s pop rock and rock in there um but it was good i could see why people would like it a lot um that's all i've got to say nice anchor lane they have one and a half thousand listeners uk rock band anchor lane released their eagerly anticipated debut album casino at the end of january 2020 which went straight into the official uk rock and metal albums chart at number nine scoring the band their first top 10 
reaching top 20 in the official Scottish Albums Chart and top 50 in the official UK Independent Albums Chart. Casino also features tracks co-written by Anchor Lane and Rick, Ricky Warwick uh, from Black Star Riders, Thin Lizzy, The Almighty, uh, while the full album was produced by Toby Jepson from Wayward Sons and Little Angels. I'm really enjoying Wayward Sons again. <laughs> um, yeah, they are good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, Anchor Lane have built a reputation as a thrilling and dynamic live act. After coming to the public's attention with their stunning debut EP, New Beginning, the band toured incessantly, securing notable guest spots with Cheap Trick, Eagles of Death Metal and Tremonti. For fans of Audio Slave, Soundgarden, Thin Lizzy, Alterbridge and Royal Blood. Yeah, that's weird that they said Alterbridge because I literally put got Miles Kennedy vibes from his voice. Well, it's not weird. You're, you, you're good at this. You've We've done three bands so far, and you have linked them. Linked <laughs> I them swear, to as well, bands. I've I've not read any of these write-ups on the bands. These are just my thoughts of what. I'm not trying to sound like I'm some sort of cocky arsehole that gets everything right, but I did hear Miles Kennedy vibes in his voice, so yeah. I'm glad glad I picked up on that. And I, I put good standard rock, but good stuff. That's it. Cool. Uh, the next one is Bimini or. Bimini. Uh, I thought it was Bimini. Bimini, I think, yeah. yeah. Bimini, I, th- I think. Yeah. Uh, with, <laughs> this is crazy. So it's 19,500 monthly listeners. This is the one I thought of last week when we, talk, we were talking about somebody. Uh, Bimini mm-hmm. is a British drag queen, author and model based in East London. They are best known for compete, competing on the second series of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, where they placed as a runner-up. Bimini studied a degree. Studied a degree in Germ- Bimini studied a, studied. A, it's alliteration. <laughs> it's two D's yeah. very close together, and my mouth studied, is stupid because I got big teeth. Uh, <laughs> so I, I struggle to get the D in the. <laughs> Bimini studied studied a three D's even. Bimini studied a degree in German Germanism. Journalism. Bugger me. Jesus. Journalism before entering into the world as an artist. Mixing music, performance, fashion and activism through their work. Bimini has also recently became become has also recently become a published author to their first book, Release the Beast. Bimini has been vegan for seven years. Now Bimini only had two songs on Spotify. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, and it had a hell of a lot of It was plays. the same song and but they also have nineteen and a half thousand listeners a month, which is crazy. Yeah, but that that drag race show is really popular. Yeah, yeah. So would have got a lot from just that. But yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was awesome. I I was actually laughing because the song was really funny. Yeah, I I quite liked. I it. I thought it was quite good. I think I I didn't really pick up on a lot of it for my first listen, which was a few weeks back now. Uh, but yeah, mm. I heard it again a few days ago. I was like, this is quite good. It reminded me of you know that um. That comedy guy, Cunt and the Gang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It reminded me a lot of that because it was kind of like talking, singing. It was funny. I liked it. Yeah. I, I really did. I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, this sort of stuff. Go- I mean, literally, I don't know what it's like everywhere else, but in Cheltenham alone, we have a, a, like a venue called the Frog and Fiddle, which is like our venue. Okay. I've been told the two things that sell out quickest are wrestling shows and drag shows okay sell out within minutes yeah and drag is such a huge thing now so i could see why they're so popular yeah because people just love drag it's just 
yeah great yeah they just love it literally love it so um yeah it's it's cool man i like that something a bit different something that could possibly be quite funny it'll probably be good to go for a laugh yeah because they sound like they're they're ready to you know just make everyone laugh and have a good time so i think that might be quite interesting to actually go to if nothing else is on at the time i will go yeah yeah i will go yeah i'll join you if there's nothing else that i want to do on yeah yeah that'll be cool foxjaw with twenty four thousand listeners the endlessly mercurial maverick bristolian quartet foxjaw have begun making waves in the uk underground rock scene and released their acclaimed debut album royal swan in july 2020 they have received solid support from Kerrang, Metal Hammer, Dan P. Carter's BBC Radio 1 Rock Show, Total Guitar Magazine, and more has earmarked uh, uh, and more has earmarked this band as ones to watch and rightly so. Um I think I listened to them. I don't think I was too big a fan. It was like like slow Brit poppy kind of stuff if I remember correctly. Wrong band. Wrong, wrong band. Okay. <laughs> this is like a yeah, like chilled out rock, bit of shoegaze in there, shoegaze. bit of prog. You never told, you never told oh, sorry. me any bands. I'll send to you some. I'll send shoegaze. you some shoegaze. Sorry, I'll send you some shoegaze. <laughs> somewhere. Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought they sounded like a cross between Blossoms and My Morning Jacket, like proggy, shoegazy kind of stuff. Yeah. Also reminded me of one of my other um, favorite small British bands called Gold Key, okay. um, who I absolutely love. Um, so yes, I will start listening to this band properly so if you like any proggy chilled out rock shoegaze kind of stuff or if you like blossoms my morning jacket or gold key i think you'll definitely enjoy this band so yeah um yeah i'm gonna start listening to them properly they really um but really i think they might have won a fan over so yeah cool i'll check them out um i don't think anyone else is playing looking at the lineup at the same time but until we get the times i don't know but if not i will be at foxjaw awesome yeah, I think I, I tried checking them out ages ago because uh, the, the other download podcast, uh, one of the guys talks about Foxshaw and a band called Twelve Foot Ninja a lot. Yes. Oh, they're awesome. Um, I I still, I never checked out them. I, I checked out Foxshaw. Yeah, I didn't think I was a fan. Um, but yeah, next up is, that bothers me, Modern Era with 110,000... <laughs> so... Did you watch, do you watch the um, Eurovision? No. I don't think I've watched the Eurovision since, I don't know, mid-90s? Yeah, okay. I don't. It, Eurovision does nothing for me. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> not. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I just can't. Yeah. It's kind of like I didn't watch Britain's Got Talent. No. Nah. I didn't watch the singing ones, any of that. I, I don't. I I don't watch TV. I don't have a TV license. I don't have no, any don't. form of terrestrial television. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I, I just, I don't, I'm not a television person. I'll watch films, programs that I want to watch, or I'll watch YouTube. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch TV. So yeah. Cool. No. But yeah, so um, I was going to say, I, I think I was just playing games. Kelly had it on. Um, but every, when they, when they came to the voting, um, every single time there was three of them and i don't think they were very good presenters and every single country was like moving on to france next we we move on to and and every single time they said moving on so i'm trying to change it up or not trying to say the same thing every time because it bothered me when they did it (laughs) um i like it 
have a list of them next year and you've got to use all <laughs> five of them in, in one episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, next up is Modern Era with 110,000 listeners. Sonically, sonically influenced. See, I've never read the words sonically influenced before together. That's why these are so difficult. Because <laughs> just words that you wouldn't usually use or read. Sonically influ- <laughs> influenced by post-hardcore and dark electronica and synthwave and visually inspired by surreal cinema, Modern Era wanted to create a world that portrays the fragile destructiveness of these feelings, making for a dark but beautiful experience. On the surface, Modern Era's debut, Lost in the Noise, is written in three parts, all dictated by the idea of self-war and personal change. Those three parts... Oh, that's a question mark. Like, I'm Ron Burgundy. Those three parts. <laughs> Lack of belief, loss of purpose, and hiding a true self behind a false self, and finally, separating from your true self. In other words, the downward trajectory of a toxic state of mind. Feeling you, feeling you can't be part of the world. In a world so full of noise, how do we not fall apart? Nice. Very cool. I, I uh, absolutely love this band. Yeah. They're one of my yeah. favourite new British bands. Imagine if... So just for people that have never heard this band. Imagine if you got Nine Inch Nails, 30 Seconds to Mars, Holding Absence, and synthwave bands like Gunship. Put a wool into a can and it popped out. That's modern era. Okay. It's really cool mix, really good vocals, loads of electronics, really dark, heavy stuff. Uh, then they've got lovely, light, beautiful songs, a really interesting... Th- this is one of the most excited I've been about a new band in ages, and I'm really excited to see how this will sound live. Yeah. Because I've never seen them before, but I want to see if they can capture what they have on the album, because um, the album's fantastic all the way through. I just, I'm just, you know, some stuff doesn't quite translate live. Some stuff's even better live, like Sleep Token, for instance. So I hope these guys can sort of make it pop as much as it does on the album. So I'll be interested to see. But um, yes, I friggin' love this band. So I shall definitely be there for this one. Awesome. Yeah, I think I think I enjoyed them as well. And the next mm. couple of bands coming up as well. Uh, so the next one is um, Kill the Lights with about 90,000 listeners. Heavy music exists independent of eras, trends, and borders. It resonates worldwide on the most primal and natural level. Kill the Lights similar, similarly transcend creative and physical boundaries, uniting the original Bullet of My Valentine co-founder Michael Moose Thomas on drums uh, with Throw the Fight... Oh, I like Throw the Fight. Throw the Fight, throw the fight Frontman. Uh, maybe that's why I like them. With Throw the Fight frontman James Clark on vocals, uh, Jordan Whelan of Still Remains on guitar, and Travis Montgomery of Threat Signal on guitar, the group seamlessly bring a shared vision to life. Streamed over one million times in under a year and touted by Rock Sound, Kerrang, Metal Hammer and more, the quintet, the quintet imprint tried and true metal with 21st century fire on their fearless records, full-length debut, debut The Sinner. Yeah, I think I really liked this, the Kill the Fight. <clears throat> really liked them. I did not know that there was a former member of Bullet in it because I put Got Bullet for My Valentine <laughs> slash Avenge Sevenfold vibes. Nice. So um, that's awesome. I, yeah, uh, I thought it was all right. Um, nothing 
I didn't think it was anything incredible. I'll probably give it another listen. Um, I really liked the vocals and I liked the vibe. So I will go back and listen to more. Yeah, cool. Give them a try and see if I can really get into them. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah, me too, you. definitely. Uh, the next one is Orbit Culture um, with 125,000 listeners. Sweden's Orbit, you see, that's why, that's why I liked them. Sweden's Orbit Culture burst out of the underground scene with the release of 2020's Nia. Is N-I-J-A? I would guess that's Nia, Nia, which garnered worldwide critical acclaim from critics and metal fans alike. Their latest release, Shaman, sees them further expand upon their dynamic sound, developing a propulsive blend of metallic brilliance. While rooted in the classic Swedish metal genre, paved by greats such as At The Gates, In Flames and Meshuggah, they creatively expand upon it to create a more evolved, modernised sound that is simply undeniable. Shaman delivers on all fronts and showcases the band's seamlessly, uh, show, sorry, showcases the band's seamless effort to effectively blend aggression, melody, and technicality. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I put. I got Trivium in flames vibes. Very good metal. That was <laughs> that my right was up. It. Awesome. Uh, I like the next one as well. Fire from the Gods with um, five hundred forty-eight thousand listeners. Versatile and incendiary, versatile and incendiary Austin, Texas-based quintet, Fire from the Gods, bridged the gap between hardcore metal fury and hip-hop consciousness with a mosh pit-inducing sonic attack and socially and politically charged lyrics. That's it for them. Pretty. Yeah, I've I've point. heard this band before. I had a couple of songs on a playlist. I, I an old playlist I had. I had a couple of songs in like 2017. Yeah, I, um, I think they sound like. Seven Dust, bit of Five Finger Death Punch, um, the lighter side of Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, it's just like good American sort of rock slash metal. Yeah. Good singer. Um, yeah, these guys are really good. I can see why people are starting to like them. And they're actually songs individually. I've got a lot of plays. Um, but I could just imagine this is the sort of stuff that they play on rock radio in America. So yeah. okay. it's not surprising. You know, we don't really have the same... We don't play the same things on the radio that they you play in America. America have very different stuff on their radio, you know. They'll go from a, a rock song to a metal song to a pop song to a country song. Yeah. <laughs> Where here our charts are almost oh. entirely pop and dance. Yeah. There's you don't get any rock where America does it very differently, especially how their states are split. Some states are very heavy rock radio play. If you're number one on the rock chart, in some particular states, that means you're huge. Yeah. Oh, I so know that. It's, it's just it's just done very differently. Yeah. So yeah, uh, these bands would probably yeah be very good on American radio. I would have thought. Awesome. The uh, I hate the radio. The radio we have on in work. So much crap. I I I, I noticed a long time ago. Every day, without fail, they play a song from Dirty Dancing. Like <laughs> literally every single day, and it's the same with a lot of other things as well. That's just the one I picked up on. Oh, my God. I just stopped talking about radio. Let's stop, start talking about download. <laughs> Fucking download festival 2022. Three weeks. Hey, this time in three weeks, we'll be drunk in a field. Oh, my God. I will be. I, I'm not sure it's going to happen. <laughs> I might be crying with my arm around you going, dude, man. I love you, man. We do a podcast together. <laughs> so prepare yourself. Yeah. If we, uh, if we put our heads together, we might have a. Uh, Twin Temple, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Segway. That's a, definitely a uh, a sapping in type uh, 
segue in there. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> 91,000 listeners. Everybody knows that the devil has all the best tunes. From Robert Johnson selling his soul at the crossroads to the blood-soaked black metal of Norway, Satan has long loomed large over the music world, striking fear into the hearts of the sanctimonious, but nothing that has gone before will prepare you for the arrival of Twin Temple, Los Angeles' one and only purveyors of satanic doo-wop. <laughs> doo-wop, that's like 30s, 30s, 40s stuff, isn't it? Yeah, 30s, 40s, 50s, yeah, yeah. Devout Satanists and meticulous preservers of rock and roll's ancient timeless spirit this black clad and effortlessly stylish duo have created a sound that blends their satanic ideology with the irresistible sass and melody of classic 50s and 60s rock and roll the result is twin temple bring you their signature sound satanic doo-wop a do you a do a debut album that not only serves to salute the dark one but also delivers some of the catchiest and coolest music to emerge from any genre in years. It seems like the devil's best tunes are in safe hands. Hail Twin Temple. Mm. Hail Satan. Hells yeah. I absolutely love this Did band. <laughs> oh man, I love it. So, I mean, I love Satan. So tick. I love Satan. Um, the atheist. I love Satan. So <laughs> tick. atheist. Um, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> okay. Satan doesn't believe in anything, mate. He only believes in chaos. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it's fine. Um... Yeah, uh, and I love... What about the flying spaghetti monster? I love that... The what? The flying spaghetti monster. Oh, yeah, I love him as well. Okay, cool. He's great. He's he's the best. Um, yeah, I love it. Satanic doo-wop. I mean, that is, that's incredible to start off. But I love all of that kind of 50s, 60s music, which is what they do. You know, Elvis, Demis Roussas, all that kind of stuff I love. Yeah. And doing it in that kind of doo-wop 50s, 60s style is amazing. And um, I know for a fact Vicky's going to love them because she loves all this kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell her to listen to them as well. But yeah, I was like, yes, put all this shit on my playlist. It's great. Awesome. Yeah, really good. Uh, the next one up is Yonaka. Yonaka? You know Yonaka? Don't know how to pronounce Yon- that. Yeah. I don't know. Yonaka, maybe. Well, where are they from? Did it say? Uh, well, they have 867,000 listeners. Sometimes you have to go through the shit to emerge victorious on the other side and fight your way through the proverbial tunnel to find the light. And this is the exact journey that Brighton's Yunaka have spent the last year navigating and ultimately conquering. Now coming out the other side, armed with a new lease of life, they are ready to share a story of empowerment and perseverance that is set to rival the greats. All packaged up into some alt-rock bangers, of course. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I I put I put sort of uh, it's kind of like modern pop mixed with some industrial stuff, um, but I really liked it. It's really good. I think, very different. I think I quite enjoyed it. Or yeah, I liked what I heard. Yeah, it's really good. They got loads of loads of cool sounds and stuff mixed in a lot of genres. Yeah. Um, but it didn't sound like jarring at all. It was quite good. So yeah, really cool. Cool. Uh, and uh, the the the. The last one, headlining the Dogtooth stage. This has been a long one, this one, but there's a lot of bands on it. The last one, headlining the Dogtooth stage is Mild Kennedy uh, doing an acoustic set. Um, Did you just say Mild Kennedy? Mild Kennedy. He's just, he's just mild. My, I <laughs> thought you said uh, Mild Kennedy. Mild it's Kennedy. Technically, <laughs> it's an acoustic set, so he will be far more mild yeah, than normal. Yes. So you're not wrong. I like that. So we've got Mild Kennedy, mild Kennedy. doing an acoustic <laughs> set. 
<laughs> I'll listen back to that and see what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's no write-up for him. He's got 91,000 listeners. We, we've talked about him before. Most people know him anyway. Um, I think we spoke about Yeah, him. it would just... Yeah, it's a great singer. He would just be doing his, his stick, probably doing some covers, probably some Alter Bridge songs, some of his songs. Um, if you're a fan of Miles Kennedy, I'm sure it will be great. He's a he's a very, very good singer. Yeah. Um, so the changes from this one, from 2020, the bands that were lost were Renounced Heavy Lungs, Shapes with a V instead of an A, uh, Polthia, Haken, North Lane, and Periphery were headlining. So a lot of bands were lost. For, a lot of bands were lost from 2020. Mm. And um, the, the ones gained were The Ingester, The Velveteers, Anchor Lane, Bimini, Foxjaw, Orbiculture, pretty much all of them. Fire from the Gods, yeah, Monica, the whole stage. and Miles Kennedy. Wow, okay. Um, that is a whole stage, pretty much. Yeah. From 2021, the lineup doesn't seem to have many changes at all from 2021. So a lot of the bands were were lost from 2020, and then they redid it for 2021. And a lot of them stuck. Um, Stayed, yeah. I've also written Wargasm are new, but we didn't even talk about Wargasm. Wargasm are on the main stage. Were yeah, war- they got moved. They, were they? they on this stage originally? I think so, okay. yeah. They got moved but to the main stage. When I got to the main stage, I was like, oh, they've been moved down a peg. I wasn't sure which way around it was. Um, okay, yeah, they were playing on one of the lower stages and they got moved up. Yeah, it must have been this one then. They got, got bumped. Cool. Uh, well, let's talk about the Avalanche stage then. Let's do it. Opening the Avalanche stage on the Sunday is Static Dress. I think you're going to enjoy talking about them, aren't you? I, I think I quite mm-hmm. like them. Yeah, they were mm. well, just, just under 100,000 listeners. Uh, an emotional story, a balancing act between sound from the past, oh, sounds from the past and modern day alternative music. Captivating visuals as well as sound, Static Dress aim to create and restructure music and the world around them. Yeah. They're fantastic. Uh, the same thing I say about Static Dress is the same thing I say about Holding Absence. They're both very good bands at really getting feelings across through music. Like you can really feel what the singer's singing about. Um, they're great, really good sort of emo slash screamo or post emo, whatever you want to call it. I I saw them support Higher Power uh, at the Underworld end of last year. Holy shit, these guys are insane live. Um, if you want something really good to start your Sunday off with, go and watch them as they're the first band on on this stage. I will definitely be there. They are fucking nuts. Um, it's going to be great. I can guarantee you, you will have fun seeing these guys. And check them out on um, on Spotify because their tunes are banging. But yeah, uh, very good. I am. I can't wait to see these guys again. They're f- amazing. Cool. Yeah, like I said, I think I think I enjoyed them. I can't remember for certain now. But I'm probably going to be there with with Simon watching them. Uh, Dead Posey with 222,000 listeners. It could double as the soundtrack for The Witching Hour. A brew of rough and tumble guitars, melancholy lyrics and femme fatale vocal invocations. Dead Posey cast a sonic spell that seduced as it scorched. The Los Angeles based band band vocalist slash co-producer Danielle Souza and producer multi-instrumentalist Tony F, formerly of Eve 6, immediately enchanted on their debut EP Freak Show, released in 2018. While forming Dead Posey, the two tapped into the in- to an intense creative chemistry 
while quietly working in the studio for nearly a year to hone in on their sound rather than diving into the live show circuit. Beyond early acclaim from Huffington Post and more from and more on their first EP, they landed high-profile sinks everywhere from Fox's Lucifer, that was good, MTV's Teen Wolf, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, Macy's, Sony PlayStation and more. Yeah, that one was hard to fucking read. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus. I wasn't I don't think I was a fan of them. I'm not sure, I can't remember. Are I just fan? put rock with pop elements, fuzzy guitars. That was, that was it. it. I probably didn't I probably didn't get that that much from it. Yeah, but um but yeah, cool. Cool. Oh, it's a long one. But this is one that I I think I really I yeah, I really enjoyed Cemetery Sun. They got 190,000 listeners. Employing a lethally catchy blend of pop punk, alt rock and, and electro R&B, California's Cemetery Sun split the difference between the sonic might of Linkin Park, the beachfront affordability of Walk the Moon and the emotional intensity of 21 Pilots. Based out of Sacramento and featuring the talents of Josh Doty on vocals, Matt Scar- Scarpelli on lead guitar and Elliot Polakoff on guitar slash producer. The band came together in 2013, but instead of hitting the road, they honoured their chops in the studio, amassing a huge arsenal of songs. In 2016, the band's music caught the attention of Mikey Florn, the son of Jason Florn, CEO of Lava Records. The band enjoyed label success and toured on and off for two years, with 2019 ahead of them and their first and, and their single. Fake Love Catching Fire on Spotify, the band returns to their independent roots and plans on releasing new music and touring all year. Elliot Polakoff, uh, guitar and producer, still, the band came together in 2013 but insisted of hitting, instead of hitting the road, they, oh hang on, I've just fucking read this again. Okay, so yeah, it stops with, uh, the band returns to their independent roots and plans on releasing new music and touring all year. Okay. Is that it? Uh, maybe I fucked that up, or maybe it's fucked up on the website. I don't know. These people shouldn't write so much. It's a bit like Jesus Christ. We just want to know about the band. We don't want to read a bloody essay. Yeah. If we want your life story, we'll look further into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It's um. I think I like them, but it's interesting. Yeah, interesting you say that. I uh, one other new thing, news thing we didn't talk about was um, in search of sun, new single out. But I, I heard um, Adam Leader on the radio talking to another podcast and they were saying about having to like describe your your film in one sentence or as short as you possibly can and you could pro- mm. you would probably benefit from doing a similar thing for your band you know people aren't going to be that unless they're already interested in you they're not going to be interested in right in a write-up like that doesn't really yeah people away. just do it because yeah they think i think short and sweet is the way to do these cup you know maybe one paragraph yeah short and sweet not too much when you do too much it, you, you kind of tune out but like you said if you're into the band you'll want to know so yeah it it just you know double-edged sword in it really but yeah i, I liked him i thought uh yeah it's like pop sort of heavy rock stuff and i thought that the singer had a bit of jared way to his voice i heard like a jared way kind of tone in there somewhere but yeah i thought it was good cool. yeah i think i enjoyed them uh the horror are up next with um 66,000 listeners. Uh, the Hara are a high-energy three-piece alt-rock pop band with a stage presence likened to the legend to that of legendary classics Queen, ACDC and Guns N' Roses with an amped-up sound taking influences from a wide range of popular artists such as Bring Me The Horizon, 
Royal Blood, Arctic Monkeys, the 1975 Panic at the Disco, Lower the Atlantis, The Hunter, Nothing But Thieves, Muse, 21 Pilots, Young Blood. Oh, that's it. Which combines Josh's stunning vocals, Zach's gritty riffs, and Jack's punchy drum bit beats. Punchy drum beats. Although comprising just three, although comprising of just three live instruments, the Hara give a full live sound through the use of pads, triggers, and stems, emulating 30 instruments while on stage. Do they? Bloody hell. Jesus. I would imagine there would be a lot of elitists who wouldn't like them just because of that. They'd be like, oh, play I your mean, own instruments. <laughs> half the bands that play download play to backing tracks these days, dude. Do you reckon? Even the, bi- even well, the big boys. Download. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah and yeah. just in general. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just, that's pretty much standard practice now for most yeah, bands. I didn't know that. Especially the big ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You'd be surprised how many bands do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And but just sounds as well. Like if you're gonna have, you know, if you don't have someone on keys or doing anything electronic, you play to a track that has those in. So the rest of you are playing live. Yeah. You just play into a track in the background, which will have different sounds on it. So that's probably what they're what they're talking about. Also, they use triggers on drum kits. So yeah, every band does it differently. Yeah. But you know, a lot of bands these days do it. Um. So yeah, so it's, it's not really a big deal anymore for the elitists because. Go to half the fucking run out of bands to listen to. Yeah, you won't listen to. We can't listen. Can't can't listen to Slipknot. (laughs) You can't listen to yeah all these other bands that do it. Do you know what I mean? Like that have been doing it for the last twenty years. Yeah. So it's not. It's not like it's anything new. But yeah, um, the Hera. Um, I put yeah, uh, rock distorted guitars. I got a little bit of like a a sort of mid noughties indie vibe from them as well. Okay. There was a little bit of Killers in there, which um which was good. So yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I think I, I was expecting something completely different. I think I was expecting something like the who, which are, aren't they like a uh, throat singing band mm. or something like that? The H U, not the who. Uh, oh yeah. You not, not the who as in the seventies band, no, the who but, you mean the who H yeah. U. Not the who, W-H-O. What was it, like Cambodia throat singing or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think because of the, because it was a short name, I was expecting something like that. Yeah, something. But no, uh, yeah. All right, uh, Jamie Lenman uh, <laughs> has got 19,000 listeners. Jamie Lenman has been a pioneer of the British alternative rock scene for 20 years. From his beginnings as the singer and guitarist for cult heroes Reuben through to his varied solo career, Playing live with the aid of just a drummer, Lenman creates a wall of sound with choice cuts from his extensive back catalogue and tracks from his up- upcoming mini-album, King of Clubs, including Radio 1's favourites, Summer of Discontent, The Road to Right, and I Don't Want to Be Your Friend. Now, that was a good song, I Don't Want to Be Your Friend. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I, I just want to say what I thought, actually, before this. I... It, I, I'm glad I didn't know he was part of Ruben, and I'm glad sure. I read that uh, because because I was thinking at the time you can't really it's not really a rock thing to do to go into rock with just your name that's more of a poppy thing to do so I I thought it was a bit odd but you can only do it if you've already been in a successful band like he obviously has with Ruben like the guy from In Me does now he does his own stuff uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. But yeah, like, oh, it's yeah, an yeah. odd thing. I, I, it's an odd thing to use your own name in rock music like that. Well, obviously, Miles Kennedy can do it as well. Yeah, but yeah, I think if you're a little bit established, I mean, 
I don't think Ruben were big. <laughs> they weren't a big band. Maybe not. Um, so a lot of people, I don't think, will still have no idea who he is. But mm. he's obviously got enough clout to sort of go off and, and do his own thing. But yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was um, a bit different. Yeah. Very weird. Um, I said, you know, some of the stuff sounded similar to Ruben-y, the heavy stuff. But the stuff where he was just doing, where he was just singing with like sort of minimal instruments, it was quite different. It was good. Yeah. It'll be, uh, I'd actually be interested to see how many people go and turn up for it. Because Ruben had like a proper cult following. Yeah. Like, if you loved Ruben, you loved Ruben. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, so a friend of, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. A friend of mine loved him so much, he called his son Ruben. Okay. Oh, I, that's assuming. what I mean. I don't know, but he did like them, and his these Ruben, Ruben fans, Ruben. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ruben fans were they were like obsessed with Ruben, yeah. so he'd probably get quite a big crowd. Yeah. Uh, the next one up is uh, Mariana's Trench with uh, just over a million listening listeners, and I, I quite like them. I'm going to say that right off the bat. I quite like them. Uh, I'd never heard of them before this, so um, yeah. Well, I just thought straight away horrendous band name yeah i think that too i agree why would you ever have trench, trench. in your band name <laughs> but hey hey ho it is what it is uh i just want to depress you a little bit you might already know i think it's quite a common thing to know these days but there's a there's a plastic bag at the the bottom of mariana's trench a what a plastic bag you, you know mariana's trench is the deepest part of the ocean that we know of or deep yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. A plastic bag in Mariana's Shut Trench. Shut up. Yeah. No way. Mm. Oh. Rubbish. There you go. They're just great. Pollution. Yeah. We've really fucked this place up, haven't we, people? <laughs> but there we go. Uh, since their 2006 debut, Fix Me, Vancouver, BC-based four-piece. Vancouver, BC, BC. What's BC going to be? Is that going to be the state? I don't know what I that is, what though. BC yeah. could be. Anyway, uh, whatever, whatever. Vancouver, BC-based four-piece Mariana's Trench have had two certified platinum selling records over time they have toured relentlessly in canada and globally headlining tours in australia and new zealand and the u.s increasingly people are saying that the album is dead increasingly people are saying that the album is dead am i reading that right doesn't sound like a good thing to write on your little write-up with phantoms uh, on 604 records mariana's trench proved that Prove that the reports of its death are greatly exaggerated. Like past records, <laughs> Phantoms finds the band pushing their musical boundaries relentlessly. From the jaw-dropping and capella, oh, jaw-dropping a cappella opener, E. Eleonora. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. Got more, more vowels and consonants. Uh, to its unapologetically epic closer, the killing kind, Phantoms steers emotionally weight. Emo- Fuck off. Phantom Steer's emotional weight and brutally honest will leave a lasting mark on listeners. Uh, I hope you got something from that because I didn't get much. <laughs> it was uh, difficult. Well, yeah, nothing from that. But when yeah. I listened to them, um, <clears throat> I did put, I, I listened to that a cappella track and I thought that the vocals on that are really good. I was listening to it going, how did they get those lows? But they probably warped his voice to get those lows because you have to be one of those weird professional singers that can go that low. Okay. When you're in like a complete a cappella group. But it was really cool. Yeah. yeah um they're good. Uh yeah, like pop rocky sort of emo sort of stuff. Some of it sounded very two thousand and eleven. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, Yeah. This is what two thousand and eleven emo sounded like, I remember. Um but yeah, it was good. 
Awesome. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure I like them. They're, they're, they're quite upbeat and feel good, happy music, mm, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was. It was It was emo, but it was like happy emo. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like I said, I'd never heard of them. Have you, had you heard of them before? This? I heard the name before, but I've never heard them, never heard the band yeah. before. So, yeah. But it, it just shook me that you can be you can be big enough to have a million listeners per month on on Spotify, but you're not like you're not a household name. You're not, but I mean, you don't get household names anymore. There are no new yeah, but household ha- names. Having a million listeners on Spotify is the equivalent of having a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, you're, which, you're small which seems fry. A lot. I know, but there's a lot of people. I know, but compared to the bigger bands, the bigger bigger YouTubers, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. like some people have got billions of yeah less like you know millions upon millions you know it's crazy yeah but you'd you'd feel pretty good about yourself if you had a million when when you hit a million listeners would you feel pretty good when you i'd feel good if i had 15 listeners let alone a million like but but yeah no my point is like you're still quite small with a million Mm. listeners and i don't i just don't get that i just don't understand but yeah, um, the numbers do mess with your head these yeah. days, don't they? Yeah, cool. Right. Uh, yeah. But then we could go back to the old Spotify argument. If Spotify didn't exist, would they be as big as they are? You know, would they have sold as many albums that would? Oh, yeah, we could. We could go into we We, we will go into Spotify again. And we, I want to get some professionals on and people will know their shit. To yeah, talk about yeah, all that that'd stuff. be good. Let's go. Let's go on. Uh, Spirit Box, uh, 921,000 listeners. The husband and wife duo Courtney LaPlante and Michael Stringer made their debut with a self-released EP in October 2017, quickly building a cult following. In 2018, the duo found their musical counterpart in bass player Bill Crook and partnered with Pale Chord Music to continue to create and release music in single and EP formats. Spirit Box have quickly become hotly tipped as one of the most exciting, creative and unique new forces to erupt from the world of heavy music. Pushing boundaries with sonot... So, so, second time of reading the word sonically. What? <laughs> I don't even know what the word sonically is. I've never heard of it. It just makes, um, you know, your sound, your sonic waves, man, right. sound cool. Okay, it's, it's a new cool trend to say the word sonically about your music yeah, but nobody knows days. what it is <laughs> it's no. like it's like saying oh this 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 song slaps man it's like no a song cannot slap oh i mean a, a, a bassist can slap but a song cannot uh, yeah. oh, stop it old man 25 three percent <laughs> keep stick to that <laughs> but, <laughs> pushing boundaries with sonically and visually with Oh, both, sorry, pushing boundaries both both sonically and visually with their beautifully haunting music videos that perfectly match the complex, heavy instrumentation combined with the juxtaposition of the ethereal, velvet textures of Courtney's singing voice and the visceral, rageful power of her screams. I'm done. Right, there's a lot of hype about this band. Yeah. Like, they got bumped up. There's a lot of hype, right? They're good, but it's just standard modern metalcore. They're not doing anything different to anyone else. I don't get the hype about this band. They're cool. They're good. She's got a good voice. The band sound good. But they're not doing anything radical. Everyone's going on no. about it like they're the next the next great band. And I, I just I don't get it. I don't I had people on my on my chat, my mates going, What, you don't like Spirit Box? I'm like, 
Well, it's not that I don't like them. I, I, just, I just don't get mm. why they've all of a sudden, you know, got up to so many listeners. I, I, I just, I don't understand why people have just gone crazy for this band. Yeah. I, I'm obviously missing the point. Yeah. I've, it's gone right by me. <clears throat> I don't get it. They're good. Yeah, they're good. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't I, enjoy I, it. I won't be watching but, them, but yeah. yeah. I didn't enjoy them. But I, I didn't dislike them, but yeah. Uh, I have a theory, which I'm going to talk about later. Hey, weight Ooh. bait. We haven't, we haven't said any weight bait for a long time. Let's get some weight bait. There you go. Oh, already Here an hour go, and baby. a half into the episode, but you have to wait some more. <laughs> uh, no, there's, that's come up a second time, and I, I, there's something I want to say about it, but I'm going to wait for the perfect, for the opportune Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait i was quite serious at the beginning of the episode now I was, i'm tired i'm just being <laughs> weird uh trash boat two hundred seventy-one thousand listeners saint alban's quintet trash boat have long since established themselves as one of the uk's most exciting up-and-coming bands across two albums most recently 2018's critically acclaimed crown shyness they have effortlessly blended punk rock, punk rock, and post-hardcore, soaring choruses and swearing lyricism. Having toured extensively across the UK, the US, and Europe, with everyone from While She Sleeps to Don Broco, recent singles "He's So Good" and "Silence Is Golden" have seen the band returning on truly exceptional form. You like Trash Boat, don't you? Is that I mean, you like? my write-up is. I just wrote pop rock elements of post punk, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I mean they're they're all right. They're good. Cool. That's not they get recommended me to a lot on my Spotify, but I'm 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 really not that into them. Um, it it hasn't done what I thought it was going to do for me, but they're good. Okay. And um, I could see why a lot of other people like would would like them. So yeah. Yeah. Good. Good cool. that they're at DL. Okay. Uh, Boston Manor, four hundred eighty nine thousand listeners. Boston Manor's third full-length album, Glue, uh, is the sound of a band questioning the state of the world around them. Inevitably, in a critical examination of the modern world, it comes from a dark place, but one that fueled the five-piece to create a body of work that elevates their craft further than ever before. Its 13 highly charged songs came out of a process that singer Henry Cox describes as very chaotic, but the result is a truly ferocious album, one that both dawns and moves on from what they've done in the past. Incorporating a gloomy atmospheric of 2018's Welcome to the Neighbourhood with the highly charged yet melodic punk of 2016's debut Be Nothing. What they've done here, and the the previous one, they put the little uh, inverted commas, is that the one Mm -hmm. at the top? Yeah. Um, Before and, well, surrounding the album names, and they've also actually capitalised uh one of the album names that makes it easier for people to read mm. <laughs> if if you're in a band and or, or in a band in the future do that because Get someone to it's, check it's the grammar on your write-ups <laughs> that, that, i think that's another thing that's been so hard about some of these things like it talks about albums but it doesn't it doesn't make it obvious that it's an album and it's just about five words that look like they're jumbled together because it mm. doesn't make sense. But yes, yeah, what do you think about Boston Manor? Kind of similar to Spirit Box, really. They've got quite big, but I don't get why. When I watched them, I think I watched them at Download 2018. I think they opened up the main stage. I was bored. You were bored. I was like, this is boring. What is this? I, I don't know. I just didn't get it. I didn't get it when I know a lot of people that like them. Um, so yeah, I, I don't get it. 
But again, another band that a lot of people are into, which I'm more than happy to have a download. So um, yeah, I hope if you like Boston Manor, that you really enjoy them. Awesome. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I was too keen on them. I can't remember. Uh, not enough to stay in my mind. Like uh, Fire from the Gods, a few of the other ones on the other stage that I said. Or mm. was it this stage? I can't even remember now. The other stage. Uh, headlining the stage are Descendants with 627,000 listeners. Fueled by rejection, food, coffee, girls, fishing and food. <laughs> the Descendants <laughs> sprang up during the Halcyon days of the Los Angeles punk scene. Do you know what that is? Halcyon? Late 80s, it. early 90s. Early 90s? Yeah, but I don't know what that means. No. Oh, okay. Uh, fusing the blind rage of hardcore with an unexpected, unexpectedly wry, deprecating wit. That was it. Yeah, uh, I never really heard of yeah, them. Yeah, they're before. cool. They're cool. They're, they're big I like and them. Old, it's like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah, um, sort of yeah, late eighties, early nineties, um, you know, post punk stuff. Yeah. Really good. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I just, I thought this is quite good. I like a lot of that sort of nineties post punk stuff um yeah you know like that like um like bad religion rancid that kind of stuff i've got into that more in my later years than i liked it in my teens which is very weird um i like it much more now than i did then which is um which is crazy but yeah i thought that was i thought they were quite good i know a lot of people there's a lot of um fans so um yeah i think that'll be really good good way to top off that stage i think awesome yeah, like I said, they were headlining the, the the Avalanche stage we've just been talking about. Lost from the 2020 poster from from the stage was Milk Teeth, the Skints, Lit. Oh, I would have, wouldn't wouldn't have wouldn't have minded wouldn't have minded seeing Lit, but I didn't the one song I really like. But they got bowling in that video, and I like bowling and bowling for soup headlining. So two lots of bowling. Uh, but yeah, gained in 2022 was um, Static Dress. Jane, Jamie Lenman, Spirit Box, Trash Boat, Boston Manor, and Descendants headlining. Uh, so yeah, it looks like this. I think it was pretty much. It was kind of similar for the other two stages as well. It seemed like a lot of the bands that were originally on the on the bill for 2020 are no longer mm. on it. Yeah, this 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 like these days have changed much more than the other stages. It yeah. looks like this day's changed the most from the 2020 poster which is uh, quite crazy yeah but yeah man cool that's good it's a good stage yeah uh the the, the the lineup on 2021 doesn't seem to have have got many more changes at all from, well yeah the lineup doesn't seem to have many changes from 2021 a few bands lost that we just talked about uh oh <laughs> but walkasm and you i knew they were playing i knew they're on the main stage why did i write that on two different stages as well i put them on the last stage <laughs> the fuck's wrong with me they're doing a raunchy they're playing every stage yeah they went up 2020 they were on the bottom stage 2021 yeah yeah they are raunchy there we go bingo card cross it off um i was listening to them today because um just quickly i'll intersect this what i've done what i do for download is just to let you know and the people know um i bring a bluetooth speaker i'm the music guy so i make loads of playlists to listen to when we're at download cool but i do them in genres so i've done a covers one which is bands that do covers of pop songs. And obviously they covered Somebody's Watching Me. Yeah. Um, so I put that on the playlist. So I was listening to that today and I was like, I thought of you. I was like, yeah, <laughs> raunchy, awesome. sick. I really like that song. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Cool. 
Um, oh, that means I've got to bring my speaker then. Uh, well, I'm bring sure. it anyway, because the more speakers we've got, the more likely we are to, um, if we run out of battery or something, you never know. Cool. So okay, bring, yeah. bring it anyway. Yeah, well, that's a speaker I use in my vans at work, so I don't have to listen to the radio. <laughs> got my own oh, yeah. speaker. <laughs> okay, well, that was the two longer stages. It shouldn't be too long for these two, actually, because they've got like six or seven bands on each of them. Not as many at all. So uh, I Not don't that the think... listeners are getting bored, because no. <laughs> everyone's thrilled with what we've been talking about so far. <laughs> I, I, I'm not getting bored, but I want to go down and see what's going on with the trial. Have you been following that? I don't, no, no, not at all. <laughs> Kelly got obsessed with it, then I ended up watching quite a bit. My, well. I suppose my mum today, and my mum's like, have you been watching the trial? I'm like, for <laughs> fuck's sake, is everybody but me watching this trial? <laughs> no, I think um, <laughs> I, 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 I think for most people, it was just interesting of how it actually works, because a lot of people wouldn't know how, mm. how that sort of works, and then they just That's got true. into it from there. That's true. Yeah. You get sucked in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the second stage uh, is opening with Control the Storm. Uh, they have 1.2 thousand listeners, uh, an explosive stage show that always delivers a powerful and energetic performance that can only be matched by the music itself. It's not a continuous transfunction air. <laughs> <laughs> Control the st- <laughs> I've always wanted, I'd, nobody's ever done this with me. I've always wanted to get two t-shirts, like with me and a friend. One has dude. Just written on the top of the back, and the other one has sweet just written on top. Oh, of the back. I would do that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I'm well up for that. Yeah. And then we can do the bit for people. Yeah, we dude. Could. Yeah. What uh, does yours say, sweet dude? <laughs> I also found uh, two halves of a coconut at work in in the car park at work. <laughs> I don't, don't There's not the same coconut. Two different what? halves of two different coconuts. Uh, so what I'm gonna, the hell is happening? I'm going to go up behind people and clip them together <laughs> and see if they, they run properly like they're... But, but because I, <laughs> but, and if people ask me where I got them from, I can legitimately say I found them. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so keep your eyes keep your eyes peeled. You might see me uh, riding with people uh, with two, yeah. two hours of a coconut you banging s- them together. <laughs> down <laughs> if you see a very strange man <laughs> banging two co- half coconuts together at download, <laughs> you know who it is. Yeah, I need, I need to, I need to um, do some more. I need, I need to get up to scratch on the on those quotes, so because I know people will try to challenge oh, me yeah. on they that, will. and so I need they to, will. I need to yeah. know more. I need to be better <laughs> at the quotes. Uh, anyway, control the storm. Um, where do we get to? <laughs> don't know. Where we somewhere to. in there. Um, Control the Storm have emerged from the chaos of 2020 into a new era with the new stage production, new music, and the determination to unite and bring you on this exhilarating journey. Cited as one of the UK's most exciting live acts, Control the Storm make a pledge to rouse their fans, old and new, with their signature electrifying and grand performances, both on stage and in the studio. The band have spent recent years forging their names into UK music with sheer willpower and dedication to their craft and fans. The band's most recent album, Forevermore, is a li- is a fitting testament to the ethos and it opt- an optimistic and uplifted and uh, uplifting record, full of enticing vocal harmonies, complex orchestration, and powerful guitar riffs. I think I like them as well. Yeah, I just put uh, orchestral metal. She has a good voice. That was my review of this band. Uh, the last international. 
We almost did this last episode, didn't we? You're gonna love my review of this again. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna love it. Okay, let's do it. The last international's live performances are widely renowned as they share the stage with legends such as Slash, Weezer, Tom Morello, Lenny Kravitz, Incubus, Royal Blood, and many more. Soul and Fire follows the band's critically acclaimed debut album, We Will Reign, released in 2014, and it bears five years of human struggles within the thankless industry. With this album, The Last International put their naked souls on display, telling a tale that goes beyond politics, freedom, and rock and roll. Nice. My review is rock, <laughs> rock. full stop. <laughs> I don't think I was a fan, but that's a good write-up. No, what mine? Yeah, yeah, yours and theirs. That's what yeah. they should use. They should just use, they should just put rock. That's it. Now, uh, well, this is one that uh, surprised me. I only, only, only managed to listen to them on what day? Today, Wednesday. On Monday, Tuesday, Monday. It's Thursday today. Wednesday today. Tuesday, yesterday. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I even. Jesus, <laughs> I only managed to listen to them to listen to them yesterday for the first time, and uh, I was ah. su- quite pleasantly surprised. I <laughs> quite liked them. Uh, is um, I don't even say oh, who they okay. are. They're massive vegans or mass- massive wagons. Uh, no <laughs> in joke for old timey listeners of the show, if you remember. <sighs> I am ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that from? Uh, stop it. I'm always ashamed of myself. Don't worry. After several years on the cover circuit with retro indie bands, Ace Face, Adam Thistlethwaite and Baz Mills went their own way to write original hard rock and roll music in 2009. Recruiting Adam's younger brother Alex, the old school buddies Adam Bowser, Bowskill and Carl Cochrane, Cochrane, the fivesome set out to drink some beers and play some music as massive wagons. High energy and high volume were the order of the day. And I liked it. Yeah, it was high energy and high... I don't know what order it is, but high energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wasn't too into it, but I put mix of classic and slash sort of modern rock. Um, I think it was good, but it wasn't something that I would yeah. listen to. I don't know what it is. I, I can't get into any of these modern rock bands. Yeah. They just, they just, they just don't do anything <laughs> for it. If you've if you listen if you've listened to all three episodes, every band that is just like a standard rock band, I've been like, it's just yeah. not for me. I, I I can't. I don't have anything to connect with. And there's so many, you know, rock yeah. bands. It is really hard for people in my eyes to stand out. You get a few every now and then where you're like, yeah, they're really good. But again, if I heard these guys, uh, the last international and someone else play together, I would not be able to tell you the difference between <laughs> the three bands. So. But yeah, but you know, every some people really, really like modern rock yeah. stuff. So, you know, it's just whatever floats your boat, basically. But yeah, they were good, good, but um, yeah, not, not cool. for me. Uh, Wednesday thirteen, they have eighty-two thousand listeners. The Duke of Spook has returned from beyond the grave once more to reveal <laughs> the necro. Sorry, that was really good. <laughs> uh, what the writing or the reading? Both. Thank Both. You. I didn't write it. I just read it. Um, <laughs> reveal the necrophase heavily in, heavily influenced by the real life night terrors of Wednesday himself historical serial killers and a slew of 80s horror films the ideas behind necrophase are bizarrely familiar frightening and a hell of a lot of fun being a collector of both media and toys Wednesday had a craving for variety uh, and a wish to create dual album artwork for this release 
The covers showcase either either end of the horror spectrum with a creep show comic. Oh, nice comic book vibe uh, for the LP artwork and the eeriness of something akin to John Carpenter's The Fog, adorning the CD. Is it? I I don't really want to keen on Wednesday Thirteen, if I'm honest. Uh, well, yeah, it's just good like goth rock punk yeah. stuff. Um, it's cool. He's got a distinctive voice. Um, obviously, Murder Dolls made him very recognisable. Very, very yeah. good voice. Um, yeah, just really cool. And you know, all, all of the sort of goth rock people will be will be there and be majorly into this. And it's good to sort of have a bit of a variety on this day and get um get something a bit different involved. But yeah, I like it. It's cool. Awesome. Uh, Baroness with one hundred sixty-two thousand listeners. The Grammy Award nominated Baroness is John Baisley. On vocals and guitar, Gina Gleason on guitar, Nick Jost on bass, and Sebastian Thompson on drums. The Philadelphia meets New York-based band have grown to be one of rock music most critically revered, as well as one of the most inventive artists of the modern era. With each release in their kaleidoscopic canon, seeing the band further defining their unique musical vintage point. Vantage point. The write-ups as bland as their music. baroness's catalogue of studio recordings is gold and gray purple yellow and green blue record red album a gray sigh in a flower husk split lp 2007 second ep 2004 and first ep 2004 that's quite interesting that's quite funny Mm. Uh, that's it yeah I, i was not and I I like I like that they they call their albums just like red, yellow, purple EP yeah. or whatever. I think that's pretty cool. What were you going to say? I was, Sorry, I didn't enjoy Baroness. I got bored. Okay, I I, I was going to say. So if you haven't heard them before, they're a mix of there's a bit of rock, a bit of punk, a bit of prog, a bit of stoner. I have a weird relationship with this band. I listen to them and I think, wow, they're really good. And then. I don't listen to it for a little while. They listen to them again, and I'm like, I don't like this band. <laughs> and that has been a repeated cycle for literally the last three or four years. Yeah. There's something, I don't know what it is, just stopping me becoming like a full-time fan. But I listen and I go, why do I not listen to this band? They're amazing. Then I listen to them. And then I go back and listen to them again. And I really don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had this kind of a strange relationship with a band before. So who knows what, mood i'm gonna be in when i'm yeah. download. uh maybe seeing them live like we've talked about a lot of other bands will be the one that tips me in either direction yeah because um you know some bands you see live and you think holy shit that's amazing and other bands you see and you go ah, okay i i, I I've, it's confirmed i don't like them so yeah be interesting um to see what they're like live um and i will try and check them out if no one else i really like is playing at the same time cool uh Skillet with six million listeners. I'd never listened to Skillet before this. Uh, one of the oh. best-selling rock bands of the 21st century, two-time Grammy Award-nominated Pandora Billionaires Club re- recipients, uh, multi-platinum Wisconsin quartet, Skillet, John Cooper on lead vocals and bass. I reckon they've got the same writers as Baroness. And they both had Grammy in there, didn't they? Yeah, the Grammy. I think it's the same writer. Are they on the same label? I reckon on the same oh, label. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. I reckon. Okay, uh, taking a guess. Um, 
It's written exactly the same. Uh, yeah, John Cooper, Corey Cooper on guitar keys. Did I get that far? John Cooper, lead vocals, bass. Corey Cooper, guitar keys. Jen Ledger on drums and vocals. And Seth Morrison, lead guitar. Write the soundtrack to Triumph. An undying spirit humbly asserted and f- affirmed the band as one of its generation's most successful rock acts. However, as all classic underdog stories do, it happened quietly under the radar. Do you know what that means? I quite like them. I, yeah. I, yeah. I think they came to be known around the similar kind of time to Skrillex. And I was just like, oh, this rip off Skrillex or something because of the name, or maybe. I don't know. Um, I, obviously, I was completely wrong. I never gave them a chance until until this, and I really enjoyed them. I thought, it was yeah, really great. Good. I've been a fan for a long time. My brother introduced them to me in like 2006, yeah, like ages ago. Um, and we've been big fans ever since. I'm really, I've never seen them live. They have played Download a number of times, okay, um, but they've always sort of clashed with other people. But I, me and my brother, made a pact that we will will not miss Skillet this year. So. Yeah. We will definitely be going to go there. And now maybe you will join I, us. I think I will. Um, yeah, yeah. So because I thought, um, oh, f- what was the other band that you said that were really disappointing at download, but you really like? Because I was Benjamin. saying they 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 sit in the sort of breaking in Benjamin, break breaking in Benjamin, <laughs> breaking Benjamin, three days grace skillet. They sort of okay. sit in that same sort of American heavy rock rock you know american radio genre yeah um so i thought that you they would be a band that you would have already have liked yeah, um no. but i'm glad that you've sort of gone there eh, my shall- pretty good because they are my shallowness uh made me evade them for <laughs> a long time i don't know no it was just a it's just a misunderstanding so it's fine yeah. they'll forgive you they go will. and watch them at download and you'll probably love it yeah <clears throat> yeah um yeah yeah i thought it was good um with um breaking benjamin i'm not sure i've ever really said but they've got some really good heavy really good like songs but the, it mm. seemed like the ones they played at download they were on the second stage they were on a big stage a lot of people watching them they just played a lot of their slower ones and mm. and it just i like i said i was just bored they've got some really nice really nice heavy songs which i didn't even re- didn't even realize to start with when i started listening to them it's just like it took a while it's like hang on this has got really fucking heavy distorted guitar on this song i didn't even how did i never know yeah, yeah a lot of bands probably do that you know some band you've got to pick the right set list yeah especially at a festival i mean i think i can't remember if it was, it was fred durst that said it like he's i think he was saying that when you play a festival you basically just have to do unless you've released an album that's come out that's been huge you do a best of set yeah and you try and mix it up as much as possible because he's like it's the easiest way to earn new fans because there will be thousands of people watching you that have either never heard of you before or never heard you play before so you want to sort of mix it up, maybe play one slow one, play a couple of heavy ones, play a weird one, whatever. But yeah, it, some bands you do get that. I have seen bands that I really like and I'm like, but they didn't play any of the good songs. Yeah. But they're the songs that I think are good. But other people were like, nah, we talking about they played a great set. Yeah. So I guess it really does depend on. But you said you were hugely disappointed, didn't you, in Breaking Benjamin yeah, Live? So. Yeah. I, well, I, I'm I hoping. The choice of songs, I think, more, more mm. than anything. I'm hoping Skillet don't disappoint because yeah. um, I saw Three Days Grace at Download last year and they did not disappoint. I've seen them before, but not at a festival. Yeah. They were excellent. So I'm hoping that Skillet are the same. Cool. Uh, the subheadlining on the second stage are The Darkness. They've got one one point six, well, probably close to 1.7 million, million listeners. They have no write-up. I don't think they need a write-up. Uh, they are a huge band. 
surprised they're not headlight. Well, I know they haven't done a lot for a while, have they? But you know, just listening to the songs on on the playlists, I forgot how big they were and how 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 much of an impact they had when they first came out with um, I believe mm. in a thing called love. Yeah, they blew up really quick. Yeah. Um, they played download in two thousand and I think it was down in two thousand and three, like right before they blew up yeah there's footage online of them playing and not everyone's like who the fuck is this <laughs> yeah and then like literally a couple of months later they were literally the biggest thing on the fucking well i don't think they broke america but they were certainly the biggest thing in you know europe and uh europe and uk yeah, yeah. i think the reason why they're still big they still released if i listened to their last album i thought it was fantastic I, th- I think they've been quite consistent but i think they got big so quickly that a lot of people just buoyed them off after that yeah which is quite sad because i think they've made a lot of good music since yeah um since then and it's been quite a while but um they never broke america which is why they never went to that next step they, they okay. you know they play a lot of big shows in europe and the uk but they never quite transitioned to that into america otherwise they would have been fucking absolutely giant but some bands just don't translate or the americans just go yeah we don't get it yeah <laughs> and <then> you're like <laughs> okay <laughs> like if you get some bands like we spoke about before that are just huge in america yeah and they come to europe but everyone's just like eh some things just weirdly don't translate even though we're all part of like the western world some stuff just doesn't work for certain countries which is fucking strange and i think that's the thing but overall yeah what lovely band great band um you know awesome like party rock great vocals really fun really really fun live as well if you want to watch something really fun and you don't want to go and watch corn on the other stage or boston manor go and watch the darkness because i guarantee you'll you'll have a laugh either way i think yeah awesome uh i I might actually do that like i said i forgot i i I wasn't a big fan when they first came out i I didn't dislike them Uh, as a lot same as the same with a lot of bands you know i I just, I'm just not a fan, but I was mm. enjoying listening to, I think the two songs I put mm. on there was, um, I believe in a thing called love and love is only a feeling. And, oh, and I was like great, great really song. enjoying yeah. them this time around. I don't know why. Yeah, they're really oh, good. That, that permission yeah. to land album was like a staple of our parties. Right. Everyone would get to the drunkest po- point they could be. And then, you know, cause o- we were a very singy group. Yeah. So we'd all sing to songs that were playing. So you get to that point and then me and Carter would look at each other and we'd be like, permission to land yeah yeah <laughs> stick album on start to finish all everyone's pissed out the nuts singing all the words awesome. singing completely out of key <laughs> <laughs> but still it is still to this day one of my favorite like party albums of all time yeah nice so, yeah lo- love it cool well headlining this stage is uh still panther with five hundred seventy-five thousand listeners hailing from los angeles the epicenter for rock and roll in all its in, in all its debauchery <laughs> and glamour Steel Panther has established themselves as the world's premier party band, melding hard rock virtuosity with parody and criminally good looks. Yeah, they probably have. Yeah, they have. I agree with that. <laughs> uh, with four full-length albums touring across the world, platinum-level YouTube status, and high-profile television appearances under their belts, they continue to be a for- They continue to be a force to be reckoned with. And uh, the same with these guys. I've never been a fan. But I, I don't dislike them. But they're yeah, they are good, aren't they? They're good. They're good at what they do. Yeah. I I just I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Like I don't understand how this band have got so big. I I don't understand it. I'm I'm not. I the music's fine, but 
like a band that like the darkness that are like legitimately playing rock music and doing it a certain way yeah and then you've got a band after that are taking the piss out of bands that play it legitimately i'm not sure how other people feel about them that Uh, are in rock bands i think but because they play it in that style of music as well they don't just take the piss no i know i know i know i just i just i i'm not i don't know it's too like it's too it's too much for me it's too i i I, like where does the joke end and the the the, i I don't understand oh yeah i just i've said this before about them i've done a bands i can't get into video and still pamper were like number one i was like I, i can't my brain doesn't get it. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what, what's happening. I think I saw that one too. Oh, I, did, oh, I did see that one too. Just just for the record, mark that one up. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> no, and I had loads of comments from people being like, why don't you like Steel Panther? And I'm like, I, 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 I don't know. My brain my brain just starts turning to mush whenever I look at them, yeah. listen to them, or see them live. <laughs> my brain just goes... <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I think I, I mean you probably get this already, but it, they do. They obviously do enjoy the music they play. And they enjoy the music they're taking the piss out of, and it's not just all mocking that style of music. But yeah, obviously they do enjoy that kind of music. But the the style they've gone for is to parody that kind of music. But they've they've also gone for like women par- parodying like the way they were women as well. And they've I was thinking about that when I was listening to them on the playlist and i was like how can they get mm. away with that but because of the makeup and the whatever it said here uh melding hard rock virtuosity with parody and criminally good looks and mm-hmm. it's like they can get away mm. with, like the last time i saw them down there they got like what 200 300 women up on stage with them and they just get away with it like i don't understand mm. but i think it's all part of the persona part of the act yeah yeah, yeah. i hope i hope i, I, mean, I don't know it. In my brain. My brain doesn't work for Steel Panther. How about this? It might work for this. How about a me- uh, a new metal band singing about how good and or slash bad uh, new metal is, but in a new metal style? You know, there's probably, probably been plenty of people who have taken the piss out of new metal, but doing it in the style of new metal would be awesome, right? No, I wouldn't yes. like that. Yeah, you, you said the wrong, you said the wrong <laughs> word there, man. You said the wrong thing. <laughs> that would be awesome. If, if there are any bands no, like I that, won't let like us it. know. I don't I, like I thought... where anyone mocks, attacks, or says anything bad about the time that was new metal. Okay. It really makes my blood boil. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say any more then. Uh, right. Uh, let's... let's <laughs> um, well... Oh. From oh, the, I am the... sweating now. You know, you said at the beginning that like, I'd be sweating. I'm fucking boiling. I'm going to have to open a window. Bands, bands that uh, were lost from the second stage from 20, the 2022 poster are P.O.D. of Mice and Men and Disturbed were headlining it. And the bands that have been gained from then are Control the Storm, Massive Wagons and Steel Panther, obviously, headlining. And again, so the lineup doesn't seem to have many, uh, to, uh, to have many changes from 2021 so it looks like hmm. it just changed it all from 2020 to 2021 and it just kept it from yeah. most of it from there oh it's pissing, just... it's pissing down here is it, is is it, it? raining where you are uh, yeah it's pissing down here I, so. I must have just copied and pasted this bit because this one says war gather new as well 
from 2021. <laughs> but yeah, again, 2021, the lineup doesn't seem to have changed very much at all. Right, shall we go on to the main stage? Main stage. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, we're opening the main stage. Ah, Wargasm, with 216,000 listeners. When London DIY veteran Sam Matlock and international model Milky Way met at a concert in Camden in early 2019, something strange was born. Wargasm is a, collu- a collision of two personalities that can be that can be likened only to fighting fire with fire. Though still at the beginning of its career, the intent of the project is clear. This is a sound, a visual, a lifestyle. Is that it? That's it, yeah. Did you want to say anything about this band? I do. Well, not about them, not not Oops. specifically, but there's two times to sort of come up. And what I've Go thought on. about them is, like, because we've spoken about them a few times on, on this podcast, uh, off the podcast, on Nevermind Polly podcast, and it seems like they just blew up, and everyone likes them. But I don't really know many people, or anybody that, or I've seen anybody that has really gone full-blown, I love them. And I think we've spoken about, like, PR teams and, and it's like, you don't need to convince people that you're good. I'm not saying that they aren't good. But this is what what I've sort of thought. You don't need to convince people that you're good or that you do good music. You need to convince people that other people like you. And then it's like <laughs> that is how yeah. you build the hype. And it seems like this is what they've done. Like I said, I'm not saying I don't think they're very good. But it seems like they've put so much PR into it and, and hype that everyone thinks everybody else loves them. I get you. Okay, yeah, that's good. I think a lot of people like them. Yeah. But I get what you mean. Even people are like, or people are just like, oh, should I listen to them? Or I'm intrigued by all this hype. Or so, like you said, it has like a knock on effect. Yeah. Because then it has other people going, why do I not like this band if everyone else likes this band? (laughs) And like loads of little stuff like that. So, yeah, I get it. Um, what What I've written for them is are they good? Yes. Are they great? not by any stretch of the means. These guys are the definition of how the music industry works now. Not one EP, not one album, only released singles, Yeah, nearly a quarter of a million listeners, and they're playing on the main stage of Download. That tells you all you need to know about how the music industry works, uh, how Spotify and streaming bands work now. Yeah, You don't even need to make an album to be big. No. Uh, well, not yeah, at all. Again, we've spoken about even the CEO of Spotify has come out and said, like, e- uh, albums don't work anymore. You know, you can't release an album every two years and expect people to remember who you... Well, not remember, but not forget about you. You know, you need to be mm-hmm. releasing regularly so people don't forget about you. And another thing, which I should have said, actually, in our Spotify thing, and I've thought about it a few times since and kept forgetting, so I'm going to say it here, even though it's going to be a long one again. A lot of albums have just released a load of filler tracks they've, they've got like three or four really good songs and gone right we'll, we'll stick a few filler songs to release this as an album mm-hmm. and ripped people off basically because it was a load of shit <laughs> apart from the decent songs I'm, I'm not i i haven't got anybody specific in my mind but that has happened of course it has so yeah this is oh, kind yeah, of yeah. cutting that out you know people can't just release a load of shit with a couple of good songs yeah anymore yeah i think singles are the way to go. I don't want to say too much about the strategies that people use or whatever, because, you know, but you can clearly see that this is how it works. And you go on to a lot of bands and singers and 
artists pages and you know it's mostly eps and singles and these guys are doing big big numbers it's just yeah. the way that people listen to their music these are if you can well i think i've said this before if you can get your song on a good playlist then you're going to get loads of listeners and people are going to want more but yeah like he said if you it's kind of like youtubers the biggest youtubers are the ones that put videos out every day yeah because yeah. people just like constant content yeah if you do one video go away for six months and then come back and do another video, you know, generally you're not going to have as many followers as someone who releases a video every day. So no. that's just the way things are now. It's, you know, it's not a dig or a stab at the way it works. It's just, if you're in a band, you've got to move with the times. Yeah. Otherwise you will get left behind. So just, you know, that's just how it works. But yeah, are they good? Yeah. Are they great? Not by a long stretch. I can see why people like them. But hey, they're just doing the right shit. So yeah. fair play to them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Can't yeah, take it away play, from them. Fair play, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, next up is Powerwolf with 1.2 million listeners. Powerwolf simply combine all aspects into a rousing, goosebump-evoking overall experience that earns them a reputation as one of the best live bands ever has introduced. Well, anyway. The credo is and remains metal is religion. Have they just translated this from German? Maybe. If it's not yeah. making that much okay. sense. Yeah, they're German, are they? Yeah. Okay. It maybe it, it probably has been translated from <coughs> German. I'm not going to check it. Whatever. What do you I've think just of literally written melodic slash orchestral metal. Full stop. Cool. <laughs> I have nothing more to I'm say not, about power. I don't Wolf. know if I've listened to them. I don't think I did. It's I not my kind of thing, but probably be big with the the dl crowd yeah a lot of people yeah i don't know i don't think i listened got got around to listen to this um playlist at all i was trying to concentrate on the other ones because they were smaller bands that i'd never heard of before i I know roughly most of these bands next up is um Elstorm, uh with eight hundred eighty-four thousand listeners i'm gonna enjoy this one avast ye land lovers from the deepest, darkest depths of the Caribbean comes Ailstorm, a drunken band of pirates on an epic quest to drink your beer, steal your rum, and be the greatest damn band that ever did sail the seven seas. From humble beginnings, playing shows to farm animals in a field somewhere in eastern Scotland, Ailstorm have evolved into an international party machine hell-bent on conquering album charts and festival stages throughout the world. With their infectious, brand of pirate metal and their dashing good looks <laughs> somehow they've managed to convince hundreds of thousands of people from new zealand to argentina to lithuania and everywhere in between except portugal <laughs> except paraguay what <laughs> everywhere in between except paraguay that's it that it's cool to wear a pirate hat and sing stupid songs about getting drunk and stealing ships so prepare your spleens because Ailstorm are coming to kick ass and chew gum and they're all out of ass. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have a giant inflatable duck. Does your band have a giant inflatable duck? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do a good write, a funny write. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, thoughts on Ailstorm? Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're cool, man. You know, pi- pirate metal. Sounds like a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of clips of people at their shows having a really, really good time. Um, I wouldn't listen to them, but I'd certainly see them live because um, they look like they're a hell of a lot of fun. So, yeah, but uh, I expect this to be very popular with download peoples, especially on the main stage. 
it will be quite fun to see how a general audience reacts to it people that don't quite know what they're in for yeah yeah i think it will be quite an interesting one just to watch the people and what their reaction to it is um but yeah either way it's fun there you know sometimes take all the seriousness away and you've got to have a bit of fun and that is what these guys obviously do so yeah up for it yeah have you um i i, I don't really know much by Elstorm, but have you listened to corpiclani yet I'll send you a song or two. Okay. Good. Well, very good. Probably, pretty, pretty much what they or else they are. I'm not sure, but yeah, it does sound very piratey. Okay. Uh, Rise against are next with almost six million listeners. I, I, I still don't understand how they went under my radar for so long. <laughs> I thought mm. they sort of were kind of like a one hit wonder and then drifted away, <laughs> but they didn't. Big band. Yeah. Yeah. Big band. Uh, yeah. So um. If ever there was a perfect time for a new album for the outspoken, socially conscious, multi-gold and platinum punk rock band Rise Against, it's right now. Nowhere Generation, due out June 4th on Loma Vista Recordings, is blazing and aggressive, fusing old-school punk attitude with a post-hardcore fury. Nowhere Generation was recorded at the Blasting Room in Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, under the tutelage of jason livermore i've heard of him actually yeah i have andrew berlin chris beeble and longtime producer engineer bill stevenson from black black flag and descendants who has worked with the band on nearly all of their acclaimed releases since their sophomore effort 2003's revolution revolutions per minute and is often described as rise against rise against rise against to see two s's again alliteration rise against <laughs> three uh, three even the same their fifth member <laughs> is that it uh, that, yeah that's it uh, revolution for a minute and is often described as their fifth member who they're uh, talking okay. about uh, so, Bill Stevenson yes. um, yeah I mean this band huge like massive sort of post-punk band tons of hits <laughs> I'm not personally a fan what well, it sounded like that was at me Tons of hits. Oh, really? Tons of hits. Just, well, just one. <laughs> there's, there's Tons of hits. As far as I was aware. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they've they've got a shitload yeah, of plays. I, I know a lot of people that 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 love this band. Have loved them since you know back in the day. But um, not my thing. But I caught a little bit of them at Download 2018. Uh, I was sitting on the grass with my friends, just chilling, and they were playing, and I thought, well, yeah, they sound pretty good actually. So they're probably quite quite grand to watch live so i think they'll go down quite well on um on the main stage cool uh, i'm interested in what you think of this next one actually volbeat uh pretty much four and a half million listeners the saying goes that while we may be through with the past the past is never really through with us for their seventh album rewind replay rebound uh the multi-platinum selling danish rock band volbeat michael polson on guitars and vocals Rob Caggiano on guitars, Caspar Boy Larson on bass, and John Larson on drums have built upon the DNA distinct DNA distinct DNA distinct psychobilly punk and, and punk and roll. Uh, I'll try that again. Uh, have built upon the DNA distinct psychobilly punk and roll sound they are known for. They have made their sound fresh for themselves and for their diehard legion of fans by distilling from and playing homage 
to rock and roll's rich, storied past. The end result finds the band reaching a creative summit with their own nearly 20-year history, which... Oh, no, I was thinking thinking of Rise Against again. Fuck me. With their own nearly 20-year history, which includes tours with Metallica, Motorhead, Slipknot and beyond, over one and a half billion streams, a 2014 Best Metal Performance Grammy nomination for Room 24, for Outlaw Gentlemen and Shady Ladies, and multiple Danish Music Award wins, Volbeat returned with an album that, when all is said and done, will help usher in the rock and roll surgeons that is both long overdue and inevitable. It also aims to bring rock back to the forefront. Do you like corn? Not corn. I just read corn. Do you like Volbeat? <laughs> <laughs> I scrolled down a little bit to see who was next. And then it's not corn. the right band. Oh, um, you've just spoiled it for everyone. It oh, oh no. Um, yeah, I mean, Volbeat have everything. They got metal, they got rock, they got fucking rockabilly punk all rolled into one literally i've just never been able to get into this band no nobody has i'm not sure i mean i like them and vicky really likes them when she plays them i'm like they're really good i've caught them a couple of times at download as well and been like they're really good but i just i don't know i never have the feeling to stick on volby i I don't know why um but i every time i hear them or see them i'm like yeah they're wicked really good and I mean, they're massively popular with 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 the download um, crowd, yeah. so they're going to be huge. And like you said, they've toured with some of the biggest bands, so I think they're going to be really good at download again. And we'll we'll probably end up watching them. Yeah, cool. Uh, I've I've never been a fan. I've never tried to listen to them out of outside of festivals. But whenever I've heard them at festivals, I was just just kind of bored. It was just generic rock that I wasn't really interested in. Oh, but maybe okay. I should try and listen to them. I should. I, I should listen to this. Um, yeah, give them a chance. Actually. Give them a chance. You might you might be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I think most people I know uh, who have heard of them, they just go, oh, uh, nobody likes Bobby. <laughs> it seems like not oh, many people like well, them. I mean, but that's untrue because oh, they've got a lot of listeners. must be, but yeah. then It, it seems like they're nobody's favourite, but a lot of people like them a lot, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I could be, it's a massive guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving on to drum roll. Nobody knows what this band's going to be. Corn with uh, seven point four million listeners. Corn changed the world with the release of their se- release of their self titled debut album. It was a record that would pioneer a genre, while the band's enduring success points to a larger cultural moment. Since forming, Corn has sold forty million albums worldwide, collected two Grammys toured the world countless times and set many records in the process that will likely never be surpassed. Vocalist Jonathan Davis, guitarist James Monkey Schaffer and Brian Head Welch, uh, bassist Reginald, Reginald Fieldy Arvizu and drummer Ray Luzier have continued to push the limits of the rock alternative and metal genres while remaining a pillar of influence for legions of fans and generations of artists around the globe. Um, I've just realised as well, am I, oh, I'll say after. Um, what, let's, let's talk about some corn. Let's talk about corn a little bit. Uh, we both love corn. I mean, yeah, yeah what to say, really? Yeah. I mean, a huge influence. They're still influencing people now. You mean, you know, like modern metal and modern metal core and all that sort of stuff still has elements of corn in it i mean they reinvigorated the kind of you know 
teen angst thing in the early 90s all the way to late 90s 2000s i mean they've also been in i know we talk about Papa Roach being very good um album wise corn have been almost completely consistent with albums yeah i don't think they've ever released a bad album um very consistent with songwriting and you know on top of all that and all of everything they're fucking incredible live they're just amazing like they seem to get better every time i see them it's just insane i've never known never known a band like it to be been going this long and just seem to get better and better live yeah it's just mad uh, i mean yeah i i will, won't be missing a single note hmm. because they're just so brilliant um and it's been a while since we've had, I don't I think the last download they played was 2016 as well. So they haven't played at download for quite some time. So that's exciting. Probably a lot of new people that have never seen Corn before will get a chance. Yeah. So I'm excited for them, you know, for someone who's never seen Corn before. They, they get, I think they're really going to be blown away. So I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. What about you? Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. Same as you. Um, I've seen a lot of people like shouting to have Corn headline recently. But then I've also, also seen a lot of people saying well they're not big enough anymore they they dropped the ball a little bit uh but i think i i think that's like you said uh, I, all of their albums are good uh but i think people are just uh a bit short-sighted the, the fact that they haven't released any singles that are as good as the early ones like follow the leader got the life um all the ones they released around that sort of period and they're mm. all like incredibly massive singles and i think people have just gone well, they haven't got the Well, singles. I mean, that's debatable. I think they've released much better stuff since then. Yeah, maybe. I think they've put out better singles than them, but not not as, you know, earth shattering. Just because around that time, they were selling so many. Every band from that genre was selling so many records. Yeah. It was just ludicrous. You, you know, they're, they're the songs that people are always going to remember. But I think they've definitely released better songs since then. Yeah. They just haven't had as much impact on society as those albums really i mean they were at the forefront i mean you know what it was like at that time i mean you couldn't go anywhere without hearing limp biscuit lincoln park or corn yeah, yeah. papa roach you, you literally could they were in the video games they were on the tvs they were on the radio people were talking about them i mean it was just if you weren't if you you know if you weren't alive or you didn't take notice at that time you you'll never understand it was mad it was absolutely <laughs> yeah. mad yeah. it was just like it was crazy. It was. It's hard to sort of define and and um and put into words how big these bands actually were. So yeah, people, you know, people are always going to remember those those songs more than the new ones. Yeah, that is very well put. That is pretty much exactly what I was trying to sort of say. But I, I sorry, would've, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I, I would have <laughs> failed massively. Uh, well, so yeah, you've just basically saved my ass again like you quite often do and just you just know the right words to say at the right times <laughs> who knows who knows why yeah that was good yeah yeah exactly that they're, they're, they're not as like you said it's not as earth shattering anymore not as uh i don't know well done thank you uh right <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was i was gonna say in the middle of that um i know i've skipped over tremonti I don't know if you had Tremonti in your notes. I did, but I didn't correct you because I was like, oh, maybe they're not on there. Well, they've been taken off of the website. I'm gonna ch I'll check again quickly now. Uh, so I was... Well, I was, I was on the website earlier today and they were on there. Were they? Yeah. 
on the artist no just on the poster yeah, so i was on the artist Oh, uh, okay so maybe they have taken them off but they haven't updated the poster because the poster still has them on yeah oh well oh. you know they either will or they won't let's go down to the bottom s i bet they're fucking there now <laughs> i just missed them somehow the raven age trash boat yeah they're not on this artist's a to z bit anymore so I don't know if they pulled out, but they, they released uh, an Instagram post like only a couple of days ago saying that they'll be doing a UK tour and they had download on there. So I don't know. I We should probably talk about them here now anyway, because uh, they might mm-hmm. be there. They probably will be there, but I don't know why they're not on the website. Uh, so I don't know how many listeners they've got. Do you want to um, let people know what you thought? I, I quite I really like Tremonti. Really good. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously... Um... He's the guitarist from from Creed and Alter Bridge, so you know, massively incre- incredible guitar player, absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, they're just like really well, good crafted songs. Singers really good, awesome riffs, like heavy rock stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm up for it. And it, normally anything related to you know that sort of Creed or Alter Bridge, you know, Miles Kennedy's very good. I think they're just a very good, talented sort of bunch of people yeah. that can just kind of literally just go off and do anything they want and normally it's pretty good yeah. like yeah. they don't really drop the ball on stuff so yeah um but um my my sister's boyfriend matt is a huge tremonte fan so um he would be biffed to see them he's not going yeah but, um but yeah but yeah he's whenever i listen to them i'm like and my friend alex as well was like dude they're sick so yeah cool awesome yeah no i, I quite enjoy i'd never really heard of him until maybe the last six months something like that but yeah it was really good i thought Mm. Uh, so I probably will go and check them out if if they are there. Uh, so yeah, the last one headlining on the Sunday at Download the main stage is Biffy Clyro. Uh, they got 1.6 million listeners, and Biffy Clyro have emerged from their independent beginnings to become Britain's premier rock band. Can't argue against that. Um, the success of their huge-selling, critically acclaimed album is matched by the scale of their live show. Renowned for their incendiary blend of exuberant energy. Oh, my God. Why would they have this on the last bands I fucking read? <laughs> oh, I think yeah. I did okay. <laughs> renowned renowned, but for their incendiary blend of exuberant energy, sheer emotion, and dazzling visuals, Biffy Clyro have headlined leading festivals all over the world. That they have. And, um, yeah, like we said before, they deserve to be there. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Whatever, whatever people say to you, incredible. So again? Whatever people say to you, they're wrong if, if they're telling you they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If if someone says you Biffy Clyro should be heading di- download, then they are wrong. This band have been playing download since two thousand and four. You know, they've been going up the bill from from the bottom. Yeah, I mean, they've played everywhere. They've had songs on the radio. They're they can do soft stuff. They can do heavy stuff. They can do prog stuff. They are just a fantastic band um, that don't normally get hated on at other festivals. Mm. Other festivals are quite happy to have them play. Yeah. But for some reason, the download crowd seems to have an issue with Biffy Clyro, and I'm not quite sure why. It fits in perfectly with download. I, I don't understand yeah. why people have such a disdain for this band. I think it's because they played higher up on Reading and stuff like that and people called them a Reading band. Right. They were fucking playing Download before they were playing Reading. Yeah. So they're a Download band. So put that in your pipe and smoke yeah. it. <laughs> if you if if you listen to this and you've got a problem. But also, they are very good and I I can honestly say that 
Biffy Clyro headlining, um, headlining download in 2017 is one of my top five all-time download performances. It was absolutely incredible. And I am really, really looking forward to seeing them headline again. So if you want a really great show with some really good songs, go and see Biffy Clyro because you won't be disappointed. They are excellent and they're British and they're headlining. What I mean, what else? What what more would you want from a band? <laughs> you know I mean, a band that's worked all their way all the way up the lineup over the last like sixteen years to headline. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, great band. Happy, happy to have them. And a, I think a great way to cap off the festival. I think yeah. to be a fantastic end. And unless, of course, they don't headline. Um, I don't, you you might have seen some more recent news than I have. But uh, hasn't he cancelled a few tour few? shows because of his voice oh i don't yeah, know i think i haven't seen anything about that or I, I i could be completely wrong as well then at this point but um yeah i think i've seen that they've had to cancel a few shows he said he's got a problem with his voice and the last time he had to do it he was off for three months um what is what is um his throat i guess with vo- vo- vocal voice box was getting better so there has been rumors mm. that they might not be able to play and uh well, Corn would have to headline then, wouldn't I? I would be, yeah, I would be hugely disappointed if they didn't headline the Sunday. No matter who they got, even if it was a band that I love even more than Biffy yeah. Clyro, I would still be disappointed because I think they deserve to be there and I think people should see them at Download. Yeah. So people are always going, oh, all these old bands playing Download. Yeah. <laughs> Where are these bands that don't headline? Uh, well, Biffy Clyro? Yeah. Hello? Hello, McFly. Da, 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 tap on the head. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> McFly. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. That could be interesting. Cool. Like I said, I could be completely wrong about that then. Because if, if it was that big a news, it would be as big as like, I mean, everybody would be talking about it. So maybe I've well, got it wrong. You'd you'd want to, if you were Andy Coppingen team, you would want to let people know that the headliner would have changed at least two or three weeks before the festival started because it would change, you know, tickets and yeah. not that people get a refund or anything, but I think that you'd, you'd add more if the headliner was another big, big band. Yeah. So I think if that's going to happen, if you don't hear about it in the next week, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. And they'll, they'll play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they, they wouldn't, they'd know and they would change it with time with someone else in mind. So yeah, um, I that I would say in a court of law, that's hearsay yeah. until proven otherwise, <laughs> until we've got some hard evidence, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if that happens, hey, you know, we'll um, we'll report on, it on the next episode. But hopefully, Biffy do play because I'm looking forward to him. Awesome. Yeah, so um, well, that wraps it up. Uh, as you said, next episode, we will be talking about pretty much everything else that you might have seen or might have thought about about what's what might be happening at the festival we'll go over some of the bands that have dropped out some of the bands that have come in after they've dropped out i know they're not actually replacing the pretty reckless they are giving everybody else longer sets uh on that stage and it'll just be little things like that mm-hmm. i am afraid i will probably just go and rip a load of stuff off of facebook because uh there's a lot of questions being asked at the moment in all the groups that I'm in and they're really good questions and they're really good answers. So, you know, I would always like to say, I'll just do my own, my own research. I'll, I'll find out all this stuff, but it's good stuff. So, um, I'll probably just mm-hmm. go and go yeah, and bring them. Can I, can I just say before we move on quickly, 
now we've done the three days. Overall, I honestly think this is one of the strongest download lineups in a long time. Yeah. Personally. Okay, yeah, sorry, um, I shouldn't have um, rushed off. No, it's okay. Don't, don't, that's all right. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. I, I just looked at the poster and I thought, overall, for me, uh, it fantastic. I am going to be running around this festival trying to see <laughs> as many bands as I can because there's so many good bands playing. I think they've done a fantastic job with um with really padding it out with bands. And a lot of the bands that I want to see are very good homegrown talent bands, which yeah. is excellent for the British music scene, which is something we have to look after and, you know, get it up there. So I'm I'm yeah, I'm haps mate overall. Awesome. I think yeah. we're going to have a bloody good festival watching some of these bands. Yeah. I think I agree with you, yeah. Um, it's, it's one of the best ones in a long time. Yeah, that could be just because I've actually checked out some of the smaller bands and I like some of them. Mm. Uh, I haven't done that really for a long time. I was gonna. But, I was uh, just thinking when you said that, do you wish you could go back in time now and kind of do it with some of the other years because you might have discovered some bands that you really loved? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Uh, I've done the same though. You know, in, in the early years, you know, when you're when you're just starting out to go to download you don't really think about these kinds of things and looking back on some of the old lineups i'm like oh my god some of these bands why didn't i go and see them i'm such an idiot but that's just having hindsight at the time i didn't care yeah but looking back at them i'm like oh man i could have seen so many good bands but it's just one of those things that happens isn't it yeah you can't see every band no um well yeah because like you said when i first started going there was all these bands you know i'd never seen any of them and then i was just slowly ticking them off and uh, I know I've said on the show before, there was probably a, a, a good three or four years that I was going that I saw an average of three or four bands each year. And by that <laughs> point, I had ticked off most of the bands that I'd wanted to see. And, uh, and I, di- I, I didn't really get into any new bands in that time. So I went just for the holiday every year, just for the just for the camping in a field with a load of friends. You know, I didn't go on. I went on holiday when I was 15 to America. The next time I went on holiday was when i got with kelly so only about seven years ago wow i would have been 29 yeah i went like 14 years download was my only holiday every year so i, I wasn't too bothered about the bands but yes like like you said now i at the time you know I, I generally don't regret stuff um but yeah i'm sure there were many many bands that i would have enjoyed if i had yeah checked them uh, out. that's what i think every time so um i was just gonna say hold on Maybe i was just looking i basically I wrote down all the bands I've seen at download. Okay. Um, right. So, so up to now, this doesn't include the pilot. I've seen, I've watched entire, and, in, and I'm talking this is entire set. So this isn't just walking past watching one song. I've watched seventy five entire sets nice. at download before, and I'm thinking, how awesome is that? Yeah, seventy-five entire gigs I've watched at Download. Different bands. I've seen some of those bands multiple times. Yeah, and watched the full sets. So um, is that included in yeah, seventy-five just, or is that seventy-two? No, seventy-five. Seventy-five bands. So but I may have watched those bands okay. two or three times or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I, I, I went through all I, proper nerd. That's very. Cool. I went through and went. Yeah. No, didn't watch all of them. I watched that full set. I remember those sort of things because I'm, I don't know, my brain just yeah, works that way. It's crazy. It's probably, you know, a slight form of autism that I have where 
I just remember that kind of stuff. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Probably, it's probably. So I'm, I'm definitely on the scale somewhere with this kind of stuff. No one remembers all this sort of weird music stuff yeah. and doesn't isn't on the scale somewhere. So it's yeah, I'm on there somewhere, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing when that I. That was it. interesting. Yeah, thank you for. I, that sounds sarcastic. I, I don't want that to sound sarcastic. Thank you. <laughs> that really was interesting. <laughs> Thank you, you piece of trash. Shut the hell up. <laughs> okay, uh, should we wrap this episode yeah, up? Yeah, man. Yeah, cool. Uh, well, yeah, so, um, yeah, like you said, this is going to be an awesome, awesome festival. I can't wait. Three weeks. We will still be drunk <sighs> in a field in three weeks. Um, we wouldn't have gone to bed yet. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> running around behind people with, with two halves of a coconut, banging them together. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, so no, ne- next episode we'll be talking about all the extra things that uh, might be going on over the weekend, all the bits that we haven't spoken about. Uh, we, you've got the um, the body takeover, which has been a big thing recently. I had never even heard mm-hmm. of it before, I didn't know they did it. I did not know what? about the body takeover. How you've no. gone, you've I, gone to everyone, how do you not know about the body I, takeover? I didn't know about it. <laughs> oh my the, the only band Lord. I knew that. Uh, well, music that you ever really had in the the dog tooth, not the dog tooth, the, the dog house was Cunt and the Gang, mm-hmm. and he was there for like four years in a row or something, wasn't he? I don't remember mm. ever seeing any other bands playing that. Oh my god, yeah, that was really crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so so many other things that we're going to talk about that's happening over the weekend, like um, bands that may have pulled out, bands that uh, have joined that we didn't talk about through this. Um, so loads of stuff, loads of stuff. If you want to. If you want to get involved, speak to us, talk to us on um, social media or send us an email and, and say that I want to hear you talk about this and we'll try and cover most of it anyway or all of it. But um, yeah, talk to us, reach out to us. It would be awesome to hear from you. Uh, it would be awesome to hear from you with telling us uh, what you love about Download. I just, again, I'm asking for this probably for the third time this episode, but um, <laughs> I, I so want this this episode that we're releasing uh, on on the morning of download to be an awesome episode just full of full of positive energy just to uh, bring people up just to mm, what's the right words Ray, pump, pump them pump, up yeah man. pump them up yeah That's the pump them up we want people to be like i mean people are already gonna be buzzing yeah. but like adam said we want it to be a really you know um upbeat episode with not that not, not that our episodes aren't never upbeat because they are but i mean like you know uplifting. we want it just to hear yeah uplifting we want to hear from everyone and we want to hear how excited people are about about download and about just going and you know being a part of the community again it's been such a long time i think you know we're all going to have so much fun we want to hear how excited you are because yeah. we could do an episode where me and adam just sit here and talk about how excited we are for two hours yeah. we could just do an episode <laughs> how excited we are for download whole episode so this is exactly what we want to do with this short episode we'll just condense it yeah um otherwise it would be five hours long <laughs> but yeah like adam said send us your stuff send us a voice message voice message if you don't want to do that um then just send us something we can read out I'll, we'll read stuff on your behalf if you just want to send us a message and um yeah we'll read it on the episode so everyone else can hear your thoughts and be as buzzing as you on download morning yeah awesome. and a few happy birthdays won't go in this, oh, as it's yeah, gonna be my that. birthday hey, forget about that. as it's gonna be my birthday oh, yeah naughty, naughty. So, yeah um <laughs> yes all of that's good good stuff thank you uh and yeah come and follow us on facebook instagram twitter we're on that um go and follow simon or subscribe like and subscribe and 
parodically maraud that bell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maraud that bell, yes. <laughs> no one's had that one before. Everyone tries to use oh different God. weird things. I just parodically maraud it. I am fucking stealing yeah. that for my next video. <laughs> yeah, if you like the channel and you want to keep updated, maraud that bell. <laughs> <laughs> love it I pillage that subscribe no i don't know it's not quite good <laughs> no maraud's the Maraud, one yes <laughs> um yeah it's awesome awesome stuff on on youtube we talked about it earlier really good stuff go and go and check that out as well give him some love give us some love we will uh we will we see you in two weeks i think i've covered everything overnight yeah uh yeah did did download 2003 is our email address uh dear download podcast is what you can find us on all the social medias tell your friends about us tell your enemies about us um <laughs> rent a plane and write it in the sky do that sort of thing i don't know what you'd want to do uh hells yeah yeah we should probably go uh this has been really yeah. cool three episodes we've got one more to go one more proper episode one more little episode and then we'll be on our way oh looking forward to it yeah, man. Awesome. Right. Uh, anything I have missed from that bit, Simon? No, nah, man. No. Awesome. No, nah, man. Well, uh, it's time to go. To, uh, Simon Bond is his YouTube, actually. Simon Bond YouTube. Got like that one. All right. It's time for us to go. Uh, so it's goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Nah, nah, nah.